Welcome to Everybody Wants Something, a Degrassi podcast where two black millennials recap every episode of Degrassi from junior high to next class. Because why not? I'm your host, Sonique. And I'm your other host, Lauren. Let's jump in. We're back. Oh my God. We are back. Listener, I wish you could see us right now. I feel like we're both in basements. Where are you? Um, I'm at my uh, at my boyfriend's apartment. Oh, okay. Sorry for being nosy on the pod. Oh, it's, it's I just said it's a different background. Yeah. Where are you? Oh, <laughs> it's okay. It's very spacious. That's no, okay. Yeah, we're both we're both in different locations. It's very very echoey as well. I can already hear it. So, well, that's I sound fine. like I'm in a cave. That's why. And if I sound like I'm in a basement, it's because I am. Oh my goodness. Well, which basement are you in? You weren't kidnapped, right? <laughs> what if? What if I was kidnapped by one of the listeners and like they're forcing me to do the podcast? <laughs> it's like misery oh and they're just like watching me do the podcast. Well, the, the dedication. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not kidnapped. I'm actually in my family's home. I'm in the basement um, here. I'm trying not to be too loud because my sister is asleep. But I think she sleeps pretty heavy. She's like pregnant, so she like sleeps really heavy. So she's probably fine. I didn't know your sister was pregnant. Really? I swear no. to God, I told you. I also know. <laughs> no. What? Also, like. Oh, I'm a terrible it's, friend. I'm so it's sorry. It's one of those things that, like. I mean, if you were pregnant, that'd be a different story. <laughs> 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 no, well, I have okay. something to tell you. So you did share me this information about your uh, your your family that's not part of my family. So no, but that's okay. still big. No that's feelings. still big. Yeah, she's she's pregnant. She's due like soon, actually. Yeah, I was oh here for God. the baby shower, Auntie Sonique. I know, I'm be the best aunt. I was here for the baby shower, um, and that's why I'm here. But I'm going back to Chicago today this afternoon okay Mm -hmm. wow are you excited about like i feel like i'm excited for my brother to have kids not myself but like oh i'm super (laughs) excited auntie i'm super excited about it like he's 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 getting good and ripe can't wait can't wait to see that kid (laughs) roast the hell out of him can't wait yes i mean that's that's the auntie's job is to like listen i'm gonna give you love but like i'm gonna like make you prepared for the real world as well yep i'm gonna teach him how to play the dozens <laughs> mm-hmm. i mean know what that is like your mama jokes like your mama so that's fine that's playing the dozens yep yep <laughs> but that's 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 i guess if you would have asked how am i doing that would be my answer how are you doing I'm doing good. Um, yeah, I fell off the face of the earth for, I think it was like six full days. I did yeah, not have tell a phone. This, tell the story because I you didn't, tell, you didn't get to tell me the story. I mean, honestly, there's not even a story. Mm. I like put my phone down at a bar and then it disappeared. <laughs> and, you know, I wish I could say I was drunk. I wish I could say, 
like something exciting happened and that's why I lost my phone. There was a scuffle. Um, but no, I literally, um, literally was careless and lost my phone, um, which is like a whole different level in China because literally everything is connected to your phone. And then mm. with my phone here, like all my social media and everything and having access to a VPN is all on my phone. Um, so like I mess, I message everything and, um, my, I have a backup, like, Chinese phone, like, in case of emergency, um, basically. But I basically could only use the messaging app here, and that's about it. But even that was difficult to log back in, and now my health code and vaccination information, everything oh, I pay for, yeah. my utilities is all connected to <laughs> my phone. So oh. when I tell you, I was like, well, I guess I can write a letter. I can send a telegraph. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I was in the fucking dark. I, I love how terrible. as soon as you like lost your phone, you're like, I guess I'm going to have to write letters now. I don't want to connect anybody. It's like, wait. <laughs> what a big I mean, jump. Like, I had to, <laughs> I had to log in on someone else's iPad to send you an iMessage. Cause that was the other thing. My fucking Yahoo Mail, I found out like a few weeks ago, is now blocked in China. So I have to use a VPN for that. Oh, really? <sighs> yeah. Wow. It's like to say I was in the Dark Ages is an understatement. <laughs> I'm just picturing <laughs> you like, walking around. It was. The sh- you're like walking around the streets of Beijing, just like in like a, like, a, like I don't know, like you're like delirious, just like sweating. <laughs> Literally yes. just floating by herself. I had to. I had to take out. <laughs> I had to take out cash with like my bank card, which took me forever to find. Um, and then I like I, I attempted to pay in cash at places, and a lot of times they just don't have cash on hand, so they can't give you change back. A lot of times they'll give you change back through WeChat Pay, and I'm like, I don't have that. <laughs> They literally, what? like, I it took me forever. Like, I could go get groceries, basically. And, like, once I got smaller bills, I was, like, easier to pay. But, like, girl. Wait, <laughs> I was, have a question, though. It was rough out here. Wait, mm-hmm. so so then how do you typically pay, pay for things? You said you lost your phone. Why didn't you just use, like, like a credit card or, or a bank card or, or what? Or is that on your – or you use your phone to pay? Like, n- no, basically, the only place is really, everything's very paperless and um, what they call it, ePay. So oh. um, it's like mm. the version here of like Apple Pay or Samsung Pay mm. or PayPal, like everything. And that's also linked to your messaging app. So basically, think about like Facebook Messenger is like mm-hmm. where your vaccination card is your um link to bank cards your um like i mean like all the different apps are just within that one app so and then because of that so few places like will take credit cards they because like you know like the credit card companies will charge the cup like the like you know what like sometimes they're like oh there's a credit card minimum because mm-hmm. they have to pay a fee to the card company so, so few people use cards here. So, like, so few places just bother having the machines. Um, 
so because no one uses no one carries a card um and then because everything's just your card information is just linked on your e-pay um and then so few places just take cash because no one pays in cash anymore um so yeah wow yeah that that yeah that's very hellish (laughs) i'm so sorry but i'm happy that you are no longer in the dark ages i'm happy that you made it through so do you have all your you so you have all your payment stuff everything's back with you now yeah basically it was it was hard basically you know like i was like basically locked out and because I didn't have my phone number, like that was part of the verification process of me logging in. And so because I didn't have a phone and then my Chinese friends were like, well, don't you have this backup situation set up? And I was like, no, I didn't. Oh my God. I you're literally Carrie Bra- out of like, you're like literally Carrie Bradshaw. I'm like <laughs> everyone's like, you didn't back up. No, mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Are you all just running home to back up? No, <laughs> no. I constantly was like, I'll do that later. You know, and you can like have the option of like, do you want to set up like a, a backup email? And you're like, I'll do that later. I'll do that later. Learn a lesson from me. Don't do it later. Do it now. Because it'll just <laughs> save you. It'll save you time in the end. Yeah. Wow. But, yeah. So last week, um, yeah. Uh, Sonique was like, hey. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was getting Ring mad. Too. I was like, I was like, she watch she didn't put her i would too i was so mad i was like oh my god and then like a couple hours later a couple later hours later so you'd eat a text again i was like are you okay because i was like wait i think something must be wrong (laughs) i felt like a huge bitch because i was cussing you under my breath can she fucking wake up i was like wait what if she like dead (laughs) like literally but figuratively i was dead yeah but you really were. in a way when you have a phone like you are basically dead you're a persona non grata you're oh a God. persona non corpus mm-hmm. you have no body you're dead <laughs> basically put me on trial i know latin no i don't anyway um but i'm sure that we've heard we've heard some wonderful things so okay that means that if you didn't have your phone that means a lot of listeners mm-hmm. were messaging us and we're not getting answers because i don't i typically don't do the answers mm-hmm. i didn't even think about that i should have checked yes. <laughs> it's okay it's okay we 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 luckily um have not gotten any terrible ruse that i've seen or any hate messaging yet so Yay. um yeah Okay, so we got lots of messages, so we're going to run through these. Um, since last podcast, we got several people reaching out to us about where we can buy flaming head, uh, flaming Craighead t-shirts. Oh, tell me more. Online. Um, so one of them is... Uh, I'll, we'll, we'll have to repost it um, on our Instagram, but um, Julia, she sent us a um, a link that was actually, I think, a pin, um, and it's <laughs> the pin company is called Super Superfly Fries, <laughs> and oh, it's actually for a pin that has the Superfly Fries like logo. Superfly that- Fries, <laughs> <JT>. <laughs> wonderful. Yes. Um, which is, uh, from a company called Redbubble is like the seller. And then I get, they have different like artists, I guess that can sell stuff on there. 
as well as a flaming crate t-shirt, um, which I'm not sure where we could buy, but, um, Julia sent us one of those as well as Sophie, um, sent us a flaming crate t-shirt on also on Redbubble. Um, and Sophie said she definitely bought one. So all right, Sophie did it. So could we, I'm about to get one. Um, I'm going to wear it. I'm going to wear it to like my next. Oh, perfect. I'm going to, I'm actually going to be in a show in like a a week or so. Mm -hmm. Oh, I wonder if I can get it that fast. I'm going to order it today because it's supposed to be like a middle school theme show. Oh, I'm going to. That's perfect. I'm going to get one. Thanks, Sophie. Yes. Like go on to our Instagram messages. Both Sophie and Julie sent us. And Redbubble. But Redbubble looks like there could be lots of Degrassi um, fandom merch. So yes. we love that for all of us. I'm, oh, yes. Beesh. Okay. I'm so excited. And, oh, we got another one from Regal. Regal also sent a link also from Redbubble. Um, they said, you can definitely get the Hell Hath No Fury shirt on Redbubble. They also have some other Degrassi fan shirts, too. So thank you, Regal, as well. Um, we got a message from, let me see if I can find it. Um, so BG sent us a message. They've been listening back, um, and they're catching up. So catching up on the pod and on the hot girl mini episode, y'all should name the in memorial segment in the arms of a (laughs) shangel. A la the Sarah McLachlan song. Shout out to our boy Shane. In the arms oh. of a stranger. <laughs> I mean, BG, that is that is iconic. That is perfection. We love we love it. That's wonderful. And that was that was good. That yes. was very good. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that segment. We need, I mean, I, we're we're kind of entering in a stage of like we're getting consistent character presence. Um, mm-hmm. But I know on the what is it? What's that um, website for the? Is it fandom? Like the fandom website? Oh, the uh, yeah, the, the Degrassi, Degrassi Wiki. Wiki or something. Mm-hmm. I think on each episode description, they're like last appearance of so and so. I'm sure okay, we, can, um, we can be sure to it? check. We can be sure to check so we can get bring mm-hmm. back um, our immemorial and, and have our in the arms of the angel. I might just record myself <laughs> I mean, singing know that, that spinners... and just like play it before every time we do. <laughs> we need what are those called? They're um, stings. Yeah, we need we need a in the arms of a angel sting for our podcast. Yeah. Recorded by Sonique Smythe. Of course. <laughs> um, we do know that um, Spinner's sister is eventually going to like stop showing up forever with no explanation. So Has she, is, she I might feel be like the next one on soon. Yeah, she's, her days are numbered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> okay, so uh, last episode we were giving a shout out to our listener um and i didn't know uh their 
like handle mm-hmm. <laughs> they gave some clarification so they said okay my handle is a dyke as in a negative word to describe a thespian i mean lesbian or <laughs> a wall built to prevent flooding stir house so the handle is a dyke stir house um when you were talking about <laughs> italian immigrant pigs <laughs> that was it sorry Sometimes I'm reading these and I like don't even fully grasp like what I'm saying out of my mouth. No, I love I love that. That's a great handle. <laughs> yes, we love to see it. We love to hear it, and I love to read it. Thank you for clarifying. Because with the handle, you don't exactly you're not always like you don't grasp the um, the way something's said all the time, like the pun of a of a handle. Yeah, you're, sometimes. you're reading it very phonetically. You don't read it like. It's one, Uh it's several words put together. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, So thank you. Thank you for that. Um, They also said, when you were talking about Italian immigrant parents, I was um, thinking about Trey and Nano. Then you mentioned Gia and do not think about... His over-the-top accent. I don't know who Trey and Nano are. Do you know who they are? Trey and Nano? How are they spelled? Yeah. Trey as in T-R-E and Nano. N-O-N-N-O. I don't know. I don't know. Sure. Are they like from The Sopranos? Because I have not watched that show. Maybe it's like a, I feel like it might be like a popular thing that maybe we just don't know. Yeah, I'm sorry. I well, so I'm sure bad. one of our listen, many of our listeners are, are probably laughing like, oh my gosh, yes. And then we just don't get it. And so sorry like, about that. Like, what? <laughs> huh? I get it. <laughs> um, okay, so we got a DM from Caroline. Caroline. I was singing to Ro- I was listening to Roses. Okay, so I mean, fucking outcast, man. Um, okay, so I'm listening to the "Don't Dream It's Over" episode, and oh my gosh, the Hazel erasure! It was makes me so angry. If Jimmy and Hazel had been involved in that episode more, it would be. It would also make the spoiler shooting so much more compelling because there would be all this post drama slash trauma between rick and jimmy it's criminal what the (laughs) i'm glad that this person is as aggressive as we are it's criminal what the writers did to jimmy and hazel but (laughs) but i mean it's criminal we should start saying that with the fucking bullshit that degrassi does it's criminal level it is. I think we should um, actually it's criminal go what, to like what the writers to to did jail. to Jimmy and Hazel, but especially Hazel. Also, let me do this. Black lead for the reboot. It's time. And then they wrote Stefan Stone or Stone. Oh, he was like the um, I think one of the um, creators. Yeah. Or like one oh, of the writers. Okay. He's like a producer. I, He's like one of the people. Yeah. Got it. I feel like our listeners know more than we do. I know. We're um, like and they also said, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. 
Um, they also said, also, always, I always craved a better fight scene for Spinner. Threatening Rick in front of his mom wasn't enough for me. I wanted Paige to see Tear and be like, oh my god, Terry. And for Spinner to just take off after Rick through the woods. Like, we're shocked at the moment. Now is the time to beat him up. And you know what? That's, I... Especially, like, I think after the math, I think in the moment, we didn't, like, re-watching it, we're wanting something more from mm-hmm. that scene. Like, we want, like, you know, all the revenge against Rick, but at the time, it's, like, it's not as as mega, maybe, as we then come to see. I agree. Yeah, I think it could have been a lot more um, intense, but, you know... It is what mm-hmm. it is. It's you know we're not we're not writers on that show. We I think we do a great job though. Mm-hmm. I know that. I mean, hire us, please. Yep. Um, okay, two more for this week. Um, we got a message from Andy, um, and uh, they said listening listen to this week's episode today, and this was in my Facebook memories. Love that, Sonique. Uh, said almost the exact same thing. So they sent us a like a a status update. Remember statuses on Facebook? Oh my god, Sonique Smythe is not doing well. <laughs> right. So um, they wrote, "Holy shit, asshole! Shut up! I know gay men who spend less less time thinking about gay men than you do. I don't even know what we were talking about." I think we would have been, I think we were just talking remember, about like um, homophobes in general who were just like obsessed with like right. gay men and just like talking about gay people all the time and just like their whole life is just like gay people. It's like get over yourself. Like actual gay men don't even think about each other that much. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. It was a, um, I think we were going a little bit of a tangent mm-hmm. after. Um, the Marco and his parents. Yeah, because the dad was like okay. doing the whole homophobia thing to the waiter. Um, and we got a lovely DM from our homegirl Kirsten, yes, the chef girl. in California. Um, and she said, I'm listening to the latest episode and totally relate to Lauren. I also have a big head. <laughs> I feel seen, I feel heard. Um, big head gang. <laughs> <laughs> big head gang. Um, gang, 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 big blockhead like my, <laughs> like my dad. I can never fit into a fucking hat. And Sonique is all of my friends that are kind enough to say, "You don't have a big head." I've never even noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, secretly, I'm like, that "That's head a big. true BFF that right bitch there." Got the head. <laughs> Old big headed bitch. <laughs> Literally the second Sonique hangs up the Zoom call, she's like, oh my gosh, her her head literally. I mean, like, also, if you look at it, my head takes up a lot more space of the Zoom screen than yours does. <laughs> you're you're seeing it now. See, you're well, seeing well, it. When you frame it that way, now I see it. Honestly, I didn't see it until, like, someone told me I had a big head. And I was like, oh, I do. <laughs> so <laughs> I got through most of my life not knowing it. So, Well, that's important. It's important that you got through most of your life not knowing it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and uh, she said, I also cracked up so hard when y'all were talking about Manny's voice <laughs> sounding like Gia Geodice. <laughs> I totally forgot when I like <laughs> wake up in the morning. <laughs> Italian American icon Gia Dinais. Wake up in the morning. I mean, really, the real Italian Im- um, uh, parents that they should have brought in were fucking um, Joe and Teresa Judice. Should have been Marco's parents. Oh my god, can you imagine if that was Marco's parents? I mean, fucking Marco was like, I gotta go home and help my moms with the Mamanera sauce. <laughs> and literally, <laughs> Teresa had her kids in the garage making tomato sauce. <laughs> oh my god, so maybe they aren't a stereotype. Maybe that's exactly how Italian Americans are. Well, they're not Americans, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Italian North Americans are. Right. Right. Um, but Kirsten sent us a lovely picture of her smoking on the beach, listening to our podcast. And I'm honestly, truly jealous. Because uh, she lives in like beautiful, like, no- like Northern California, right? Like Carmel by the Sea yes, or some fucking, shit. fucking like l- big little lies, like mm-hmm. Northern California. Like she's dreams. wearing like a, a cozy sweater and she's like doing a little dance. <sighs> Yes. <laughs> As the waves crash on the rocks. Of course. I would absolutely listen to our podcast down by the beach while smoking a little doobie. Oh my god. A little doobie. Yes. Um, but um yeah. Send us some pictures of you guys. What do you do while you're listening to our podcast? Yes. Preferably are you washing dishes. Are you clothes? Are you if you're you, please if be. you're driving <laughs> <laughs> If you're driving, don't take a picture of that. That's dangerous. Yeah, don't do that. You'll you'll get pulled over. Um, also, you can get in a car crash, so mm-hmm. don't do that either. Um, mm-hmm. We don't want to be liable. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, continue to reach out to us via Instagram. You can go ahead and send us those little pics of what you're doing when you listen to the podcast. That'd be sweet. Yes. A little Valentine. That'd be so, so fun. A little Valentine. Wait, is this this is our last episode? Before Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, next the, yeah, you guys are, happy Valentine's Day. You guys Day. are all our Valentines. We'll be right back after a quick break. Um, But this week, we are doing season three, episodes 20 and 21, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the first one is... Yes. I want candy. Ooh, Valentine's. <laughs> um, I want candy synopsis Paige and spinner decide to skip school for a day of fun before their final exams and invite ashley who is still depressed over her breakup with craig they are in for a surprise when ashley says she may leave degrassi meanwhile emma finds snakes will and panics fearing that the chemotherapy failed oh (laughs) (laughs) goodness good episode um I know last week we yeah. talked about the confusion of the timeline and whether or not this should have gone before mm-hmm. Rock and Roll High School. Um, I'm still confused because I thought once watching it, it would be like, absolutely, it was supposed to go before. Now that I'm watching it, I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know. The, the, the point is that I do not know it's what the timeline is. not making What the correct timeline is. And nothing makes sense. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, I don't know, maybe a response to Ashley, like, I don't know. We'll, we'll get into it because it's very confusing. But um, mm-hmm. it, it, we could also be overthinking. It could it just be bad writing on the writer's part, but it doesn't make sense to me. Um, but in our cold open, we're in Miss H's class and finals are coming close. Um, Paige and Spinner are over it. They are totally in, you know, this final semester. You're like a couple weeks away from summer. They're, they don't care anymore. Um, and I, we find out that Ashley has been out of school for some time. So, um, so I guess it did happen after Rock and Roll High School. She was in school and then she stopped coming, but you like almost won the battle of the yeah. bands. I don't get, I don't get why, why she's all of a sudden not at school. But anyway, um, so Miss H, um, asks Paige to get, make sure she gets her assignment to her and Paige is so over it. She turns to Spinner and she's like, what if tomorrow we just like skip? Let's just ditch school. And he's like, word. Oh, man. I remember, like, I think when I got to high school, I think ditching school would be, like, something I would have available to me more often than I did. Mm -hmm. And that was sad for me. That it wasn't? Yeah. Well, you know, part of the problem is that at our high school, they had that automated system. If you didn't show up at school, they would call your house. Like like the automated thing. I remember one time I got in trouble. Actually, my mom. Like, it was a whole the like, drama. So like, I was first. Of, okay, so I don't know why she accused me of ditching school. Considering that when I just didn't want to go to school, my mom wouldn't make me. I was like, I'm. I just don't. I'm not feeling. It. I, I want to. I need a mental health day. She would let me have one. Right. So like, mm-hmm. I went to school and it was during. Um, you know we had like those like science fair projects or like science fair or art fair or some kind of fair was happening oh, yeah. but i had been helping with it so i missed like a couple classes which my teachers knew about like i told them like oh i'm gonna be there and they didn't care it was like they just didn't care it was like yeah sure mm-hmm. you can do you can go do that so i guess maybe one of my teachers might have forgotten i said it and i don't know who it was but they might have marked me absent from class but i had been in school like the whole day so then I think at the end of the day, there was a basketball game. I remember. So I asked my mom if I could stay. I was just going to stay after school and just go to the basketball game later. She's like, yeah, sure. So I was like, perfect. So I, st- I hung out after school. I go to the basketball game. Then my sister calls me during the game and she's like, your mom is like pissed. She's like, did you skip school today? And I was like, no, I've been at school literally all day. Like, I'm here. Did you hear the cheering? I'm here now. And she's like, yeah, no. She's like, you, you need to get home because like she's like, she's freaking out, right? So like my oh no she said my sister went to pick me up she's like she's freaking out so I got she got me I go home and mom mm-hmm. is like having this whole scene like ready to accuse me for skipping school and I was like no I was there <laughs> I even went and I got I got like I think for one of my classes like I had done something that day I got it to show her the date I'm like mm-hmm. I was in class today what are you talking about it's like it's just so funny that she went like ape shit before even just like asking me she's just like oh she skipped that little girl skipped school and I was like no I was at school all day. <laughs> Like a nerd. I was at the science fair, like a nerd. <laughs> also, it's like, it's just funny that like you, uh, up until that point, like a trustworthy daughter, like good student, like she like instantly just turned on you. Parents are crazy. Like you literally can be so good your whole life. And then like one day they suspect <laughs> something and they freak out. I'm like I literally was like at the science. I was helping with the science fair, which is the nerdiest thing you could be doing. I was very right. much at school. Some would say too much, actually. <laughs> anyway, um, 
But um, we Dylan lends them the next day, so it's like the day to skip. Dylan lends them. He's like really nice, like convertible, I guess, like as a graduation gift. I don't know, but he lends his car to Paige, mm-hmm. and um, she gives Dylan the absence note. And Marco's there, but he's just like nervous. I'm like, are you guys sure about this? Because Marco's just like a loser. I love Marco, but he's very much like a. <sighs> he's like, do you want to go to class? <laughs> I love him. <laughs> Um, so Spinner's mom checks his temperature because he's pretending to be sick and he, you know, Kendra's on to him. I don't know why Kendra's so pressed. She's like, mom, he's not sick. It's like, Kendra, chill. You can do it too. Like, why are you being this way? I feel like they were trying to do like, um, a Ferris Bueller's moment where it's like, oh, "Oh, the sister who's like out to like catch her brother in his lie. But it was so minor. Oh, yeah, this is, like, the Ferris Bueller episode. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, it would have been more funny if Kendra, for some reason, was like, I'm going to, or there should be, like, a teacher chasing them. I don't know. They should, again, not committing. You guys are inspired by these things, but you're not committing to it. Because I don't get why Kendra is so pressed to be like, she's like, my arm is broken. It's like, okay, I'll break the other one. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) I think Kendra knew they are about to evict her. That's Uh, why she... (laughs) Mm-hmm. They're out there, Victor, from, so the, from the story. So she's like, I'm about to get my scene in. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so it works, though. So, like, his family, his parents, his family leans and he calls Paige, like, okay, let's go. Um, back at Degrassi, we're in media immersion, and Snake is, like, kind of, like, distracted. Um, JT asks Emma about the semi formal, and he wants to ask Manny, but Emma doesn't want to talk because she's, like, she's, like, just kind of distracted herself but that snake ends up punishing both of them because they're being disruptive or whatever mm-hmm. um and it was, i think there's a stay after school to like do some like thing with the computer i don't i didn't know what he said refer yeah some like i was about to say medical some uh machine computer term that i guess they're supposed to know because they're in media immersion this class that we still don't know what it is and also it's like 2004 so like computers don't even have to do that anymore it's probably like some like weird the weird thing right. you have to do your computer make sure it didn't explode your fucking <laughs> basically big backed dell dell computer mm-hmm. that's the computers we had at our school the tower mm-hmm. do people have dells anymore i feel like dells are computers are exclusively for high schools and like hospitals Yeah, like Dell desktops. I don't know anyone that has a Dell desktop. Yeah. Um, but like Dell laptops are still like nice. I wonder are like are desktops coming back now that the kids are into like Y two K stuff? Or do like do they want to like to find themselves a vintage Mac desktop? <laughs> you know, they wish. They fucking wish because they could not survive for two seconds with how slow it'd be. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that they haven't um a lot of the computers. I guess they're not going to like make a bunch of computers for like a trend that children like right now, but like they probably would make a lot of money if like Mac did like a limited edition like the early laptop like just not like just the fucking look. color ones. Mm-hmm. It would still be like a modern machine but just like the look like how like Elle Woods had in Legally Blonde. I wanted that laptop so bad. Yes. So cute. Exactly. Oh my god. I still do like I because I feel like that like the peak see-through technology that like 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Y2K was like obsessed with. Like yes. we were never like was like when we were still too young for things like for ourselves. And so by the time we were able to get those things, they like had aged out and they weren't like really making that stuff anymore. I need yeah. that in my life. I need a um inflatable chair. I need um a see-through like landline phone and yes. I need an Elwood's laptop. My sister had my sister had like a see-through like landline. Oh my god. I remember my sister was, was like trying to like ever. my sister was putting in the work to like get her own phone line. And she eventually did, but she was like very like I remember <laughs> that was like a thing. It's like I have to like why why I should get my own line. <laughs> so I don't tie up the phone. Right? I'm always on the phone. Like you guys always use the phone and like I can't tie it up. So you give me my own and I can just talk to them all day that you can pay for. <laughs> right. I remember, I think I was like, I remember I was in high school at some point. And I remember my parents were like, oh, we're going to, because like, we'll get like phones to have and like throughout the house. So we don't have to like, because remember we had to like run to get the phone before it hung up. Mm-hmm. Um and so they're like, okay, we're going to get several different phones to kind of have throughout the house. I remember they gave my brother and I each one to like keep in our room. And I remember mm-hmm. I was, I was thought it was such hot shit, but then I like realized it wasn't my own landline. It was, it was my own it like was a phone. phone. Yeah. And also like, this was like 2009, 2008. Like no one was, I wasn't using a landline to like call my friends. Yeah. <laughs> like, isn't it weird how much like um so, i mean because technology has changed so much it's changed tv a lot because i remember a very common trope would be like the phone rings and the two teenagers in the house like go like running to who can answer it first because like it's for me and it's not and it's like mm-hmm. or it's like oh, it's uh, it's trey's calling again <laughs> like <laughs> i don't know little things like that make me laugh so much it's like it's not a thing anymore like everyone has their own phone so like you're never like jockeying for the phone or like you know oh did you leave you know if my mom being so mad if someone called i'm like oh so and so called like oh she leave a message i'm like yeah but i didn't write <laughs> i just wouldn't write. I, was, um, I just wouldn't write messages I mean, down. the secretarial skills that we all had to grow up with i just didn't do it though we had to fucking Oh my god! I never would because we were just like, oh, okay, I'll remember it, and then you don't. I would, like, or like, so I remember one time someone um, someone called my mom and like gave me like their phone number, and I just wasn't writing it. And they were like, "Can you read it back?" And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, let me get a pen." <laughs> so, actually, you know what? Your mom was right for for chewing you out for for skipping school because you were you were some shit kid that did take down the number. The woman caught me. She was tired of your bullshit. She's like, can I, can I read that back to me? Because she knew I was like 13. And I was like, oh, okay, let me write it. <laughs> okay, question. I feel like there's there's per- people of a certain age will understand this. Were you taught at your house to like answer the phone like a certain way as if you're like the front desk person at a business? Uh, like, Smythe residence. <laughs> My mom be like... <laughs> my mom was so like i mean i feel like all parents were like this number one my mom was like okay you need to answer and be like hello this is the hamilton house um she didn't make me say like this is lauren speaking but i remember she got like i remember one time 
I, someone was asking for my dad. My mom was overhearing the conversation and I was like, he's not here. (laughs) He's not here right now. (laughs) I think I said, he's not here. And she's like, don't ever say that. (laughs) It's like, she's like, he's not here. I'm alone. Tell them that we can't come to the. Yes. She was like, tell them that you, that they can't come to the phone right now. Can you take a message? Because Pete, and then like my mom was like, she like, people will answer the, will call you and then they're, they're going to realize that you're home alone and they're going to come and try to kidnap you. And I was like, well, my mom eight? told me that too. Yeah. Probably like, not. Like, I was probably like, like seven or eight. My mom was like, never be like, never be like, oh, like no one's home. Like, yeah, my mom and dad are home, aren't here. Like, or like, um, so like, I didn't. I'm here by is, myself. This is, <laughs> here alone <laughs> i remember i would like i think a lot of my phone answering skills weren't like necessarily taught to me I just like imitated it so like i still do i'm like oh like, can i speak to sneak i'm like mm-hmm. this is she and i'd be saying that when i was like 11 i'm like this is she speaking tell me why <laughs> i like when, when i have to like answer a phone like that also that happens so rarely because anyone that calls me here yeah they, is they're usually calling speaking a different language Oh, I thought you were going to say because it it's like your phone. So, so it's like, obviously it's me. Like, it's my number. No, like the only time, like it's the only like English phone calls I get are like FaceTime from people back at home. I know exactly who it is. But if it's like a phone number, I like don't answer it because it's, um, I, I, I can't speak to them. <laughs> cause I and or and then if they do so like the only place that will do that is a doctor is they'll speak english uh-huh. but i remember like anytime i had to answer the phone i would feel like my mom like i'm like hello this is she oh okay yes um and then you'd like have to take down messages and shit and i'm like who the fuck do i sound like right now i'm my mother like this is weird i'm too young <laughs> turning 30 this year i'm too young yeah, but um, that was a nice walk down memory lane, though. We're talking about like outdated it was technology and and social oh, mores. Phones. But um, back at Ashley's, she's writing sad, honestly suicidal music. Her, I'm like, they need to put, they need to get her help. But the lyrics are very like um concerning. I didn't write them down, but they were very like yeah. Ashley, are you okay? Like, she needs help. Um, but Ashley's mom is, like, over it. And she's like, are you going to go to school today? She's like, you're fine. And <laughs> Ashley, I'm like, Ashley's heartbroken. Like, Ashley's depressed. And um, you know what the cure of depression is? It, well, it's not really the cure of depression. I mean, but something that I like to do when I'm really, <laughs> like, it, it cures my depression. When I'm depressed, I say, mm-hmm. I'm depressed. And then it makes me laugh. And like for one moment, baby voice. For, for one moment, it just makes me happy when I'm like, I'm quest. <laughs> it just gives me a little serotonin. I'm like, mm, this is funny. <laughs> anyway, I'll have to try that. That sounds like a nice one. Oh my god. Yeah, it like, doesn't actually cure you, but like for a quick moment, you laugh at least, and it's like a, it's a nice little moment. Anyway, mm-hmm. but Ashley's like mom is like, you need to go back to school. Like it's almost final. Um. Cause like, you know, whatever. And so what did I, I wrote this down? I said, maybe we were wrong about the sequence of events since it's almost finals, but wasn't during rock and roll high school. What a weird way to do this story. <laughs> so weird. And I'm like, I just feel like this was, 
I feel like I almost feel like um they could have okay, so rock and roll high school was that also the same episode that Marco went on his first date with Dylan mm-hmm. or is that different? No, he they went um, on. I know it's raining. Podcast it was episode, it was but... an episode after Rock and Roll High School. They went on a date today together. Okay. Yeah, I don't know this. Like, I feel like they sometimes. I feel like with the A plot and B plots, sometimes they'll mix and match those. Like, like the Emma being highly involved in her stepdad's life. Um seemed to be like it could have been added to any b plot as an ep- for an episode you know mm. like especially so b plots that like especially um, if they're not connected to the a plot maybe they are like yes i feel like they could mix mix and match them sometimes that would make sense because like it's it's so and i don't know i i know like we're harping on it but it is like it doesn't make sense to me that like okay ashley does Hell hath no fury. She does like the 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 battle of bands, and then she's, but maybe mm-hmm. she's not upset over Craig because we do talk about Terry in this episode. So maybe maybe she was fine, and then like maybe the stuff about Terry started to hit her, and then she like was depressed about that. Like I don't know. It's just, um, not not to say that she has to like we she need to justify Ashley's depression or anything, but it just seems like a lot of it's also just like the stuff with Craig because it gets brought up again. That I'm like, I don't understand why she's, mm-hmm. it seems like they kind of left off at a, a kind of okay place, you know? I, I don't know, but whatever. Um, So Spinner is suggesting <laughs> a few activities for their day off, you know, their Ferris Bueller's day off, if you will. And Paige answers, mm-hmm. this is funny, Paige like answers their phone um, thinking it's the school. She's like, it's like weird, like Ukrainian accent, but it's actually... Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like not and they're planning to drop um off the the homework to ashley but um mm-hmm. but ashley go invites them to join and is or page suggests that they invite her to join and spinner is not happy mm-hmm. about this i would be the same way honestly yeah i'm kind of team spinner this episode <laughs> so I, I understand spinner like ashley yeah. It's not because Ashley's depressed, because obviously I'm not going to be like, don't talk to your depressed friends. Like, actually do the opposite. Right. But um, she's, Ashley is very, she's a bit of a killjoy. Even when she's not, like, depressed, she's a little bit of, like, a a stick in the mud. A yeah. little bit. I also feel like with, with this episode, well, like, because this is this plot of, like, Ashley, like, being like a dark person they're not like <laughs> i don't know if this is degrassi's like mess up with it but they're not painting it as like ashley's depressed like she's really going through something she needs her friends to kind of like cheer her up and like be there for her like they're they're not painting it that way so like i didn't interpret it that way where and i also don't think i think ashley's going through a hard time i I think she's, I don't even, I wouldn't paint it as depression. And so I'm kind of like on Spinner's side where it's just like, oh, here we go again. Like Ashley, like if something's going on with her, then like the world's ending and like no one else can like enjoy themselves. (laughs) And 
like and she just like needs to get over it and like find someone new and then she'll be fine like and also mm. like all this fucking started when she did my my man Jimmy dirty at the party when she took E. So like I have no sympathy. <laughs> That's what Spinner's saying. Like I have no sympathy for her. This downfall That's that she's point. been spiraling down was all her. It's all her doing. So valid, valid point. Um, yeah, I'm not really sure what they're trying to get at. If Ashley is like depressed, like we like, is she like clinically depressed or is she just like having a case of the blues, right? Like, I don't know. And I think it's, right. that's like where, I mean, Degrassi gets better at dealing with mental health. It feels like they're conflating the two almost. That like, mm-hmm. oh, she's just a teenage girl going, you know, having, you know, having a case in the moon days every day. But like, I don't know. Maybe we should define <laughs> terms and, and define if like, is Ashley depressed or is Ashley just kind of in a funk? Right? Because those aren't necessarily the same thing. And I feel like they're mm-hmm. trying to frame it as like she's depressed, guys. Look, she's writing like sad girl music. But I don't know. Our friends are over it. They don't want to hear it. Um, when they get to Ashley's house, yeah. she's like, "It's still... very, oh sorry, it's very performative." Yeah, no, I was just saying it's very performative. Yes, I don't know if it's Ashley being dramatic, Ashley, because Ashley is is does have a flair for the dramatics, or if it's her like depressed, or if it's just like she's <laughs> a little she sad. Does. Like I don't know. Um, but they get to Ashley's place and she's still bundled up in bed and she's not interested in hanging out, but Paige is like kind of forces her out and she's like, they're like manifesting the things they want to do. So Paige wants to go out to eat. Spinner wants to play mini golf and Ashley wants to visit Terry, which is fine, but also not fun, but okay, we'll do it. (laughs) Right. Also like homegirl, we went to see Terry like for the past two weeks. Where were you? Ah. Exactly. Is it their like, day of fun? Like, yeah, I'm like I saw fun. I saw Ashley like I saw Terry two days ago. Like she's niecing me again. Like I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> They're at the hospital. Also, oh. I for some reason I thought Terry was in the coma longer. I don't know. I thought she was like in the coma and then just like left like this the show. I know. I don't know why I thought she like wasn't that she like never I, woke up. Honestly, I think that's what our brains told us because it was it was it was an easier blow to handle than well, she actually was just hurt for a little bit and then they just kicked her off the show. They wrote her out. Yeah. I wanna say now that I think about it, I think the storyline is like, oh, she goes to a different school. Like they like, oh, she has to go to like a special school or something. I don't know. But um they go to the hospital and now she's a little bit nervous. Mm-hmm. It's her first time seeing Terry. And I get that some people have a hard, I have a hard time like visiting people in the hospital. It's, it really freaks me out. Um, but Terry is awake and, and is doing well. And while Ashley and Terry are talking, the nurse comes in to change Terry's bandage and Ashley gets a little freaked out a little bit. And I made a note that I feel like they would have shaven off more hair because she had like literal like brain surgery. I was like, she had like a tiny little patch of hair. I'm like they would have, they would have, right. I think. They would, you know, doctors don't give a fuck. They would take as much hair as they can want. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, they're like, listen, I'm getting to this brain. Yeah, get all this hair. I off. think. <laughs> <laughs> I think Grey's Anatomy. I know how it works. It's got to go. All right. <laughs> um, I was thinking that I think another thing is that the actress that plays Ashley. At this time, her acting 
depth is just not the best compared to other people in serious moments. And so I wish they would have given her a little bit more dialogue to communicate like how she was feeling. Cause I feel like this episode, they were relying on her to like, just express it with like her acting and Mm. like, there wasn't enough like spoken language to like, be like, like I'm like, I'm just really down. Like, it's really hard seeing Terry like this. Like, it's really uncomfortable. Like, she just kind of was, <laughs> in my mind, when watching this, I was like, so Ashley went to go see Terry. Terry's awake. And then Ashley, like, like it's too much for Ashley. Like, everything that's happened to Terry and the atrocities that happened to Terry is too much for Ashley. And, like, Ashley can't really handle that right now. <laughs> it's like, okay. Ashley's feelings are valid, but like, let's communicate this with words because the way it's reading is that she's kind of being overdramatic, which her feelings are valid, but like compared to Terry, they're different, you know? Mm, That's okay. Yeah, you're right. I think that like, I wish we knew more about just like how Ashley felt about the whole Terry thing. You're right. Cause we don't really... And that's like where Degrassi like fails because like we don't really aside from Paige and Spinner we don't like they almost act like no one was friends with Terry except for Paige and Spinner. I'm like Ashley was best friends with Terry too. Like why like like what's her how is she feeling about mm-hmm. the whole thing? Like you know like where is she because we we know she's uncomfortable. We know she feels bad. But I wish I want to know why like does she feel bad? Like she feel like she could you know she wasn't there for her friend. Does she feel like you know? scared for her like yeah it's not really communicated it's just like she feels bad but I'm like but like what's going on like you know <laughs> yeah it's you know it's a, I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of times with Degrassi is a mix of sometimes the actors aren't always the strongest but also like I feel like they don't give them enough to work with either mm-hmm. you know yeah like what's yeah, her motivation alright I'm like gaga like, I, I study the Lee mm-hmm. Strasberg method it's a loop of her saying that. Damn, they didn't even give Gaga. They didn't even nominate Gaga. Yeah, shit. I'm sorry. I think it's really funny. I love Lady Gaga, but it's just funny considering how hard she was campaigning for a fucking House of Gucci and like having like literally someone put together. It's it's like the new. Um, remember when she was doing A Star Is Born and there was that like um, there was like that compilation of her doing the whole like. If you're in the room with a hundred people, ninety-nine say no. Only one needs to say yes, and she's kept saying it all the time. Her new one this time is like, "I studied the Lee Strasberg method. I method acting." It's just her talking about like acting, <laughs> and for her not to be nominated is so <laughs> shitty. Oh goodness! It's like it's like that one friend that like suddenly like latches on to something you've been liking for like years and you're just like, okay, we fucking get it. Well, that's exactly what the interviews are like because she's in interviews with other actors. She's like, and the thing is Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga, I think went, I don't know if she went to drama school. I know she went to Tish, like, but it's funny seeing her. There's like that one video where she's like in like, um, it was like a virtual like interview for like I think like the Hollywood Reporter or the Variety or something, and they're talking to like all the other mm-hmm. actors. It's like who's in it? I think like Nicole Kidman's there, Jennifer Hudson's there, Kristen Stewart's there. Like you know, all people are like more actors. Like you know like they they've been in more stuff, like just than Gaga has. You know, right? But um, and they're like talking about like the method and and whatever and Lady Gaga. <laughs> Well, one every interview she's in with other actors is always funny because she's like she's like really 
into acting and the rest of them were like people who were like actors like who've been that's that's their only thing they do so it's funny seeing them right. kind of react to her like okay <laughs> but in this interview she's like she's like i don't know about you because i guess she's like proving how much of a method actor she is she's like i don't know about you but like since you know you drink the prop oh, drinks you know they drink the drink the prop drinks it's usually water or something and it's just like colored or something but it's water uh-huh. and she's like i don't know about you but i i feel like i get drunk yeah. off of the prop drinks and the other actors are just like what you doing too much like they're looking at her like sure <laughs> i'm just so mad that i actually get drunk off of water <laughs> and they all have very different reactions to her oh, so like jennifer no. hudson just kind of gives her a hug till kristen stewart's like kind of giving her like a supportive jennifer nod hudson. like kristen stewart's like uh-huh yeah nicole kidman just kind of looks to the side like <laughs> Like this bitch. Also, it's like, honey, like these interviews, like we're supposed to like, like show up, do our thing and then leave. Like we're not actually legitimately answering these questions. Like, yeah, I feel like she was like really like getting into it. And the rest of them were like, sure, Jan, like, mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. yeah, me too. I get drunk. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I love Gaga. She's so funny. Anyway, (laughs) she's so funny. She's like cringing like the best oh, way. <laughs> like girl, girl, get a grip. Um, so right, and like I mean, she she could pull it off as well, which is like few people. Because it's Lady Gaga, she's crazy. It's like she's like she's crazy and like she's eccentric. So it's like, <laughs> sure, okay, yeah, she can do that. Yes. She's allowed to do that. Um, anyway, Emma is doing stuff, whatever, reverberating, re- re- defragging the computer. She's doing the. They're doing it in um in the computer yes, that lab. Was it. Yeah. And um, she asks Alex to move so she can do it real quick. And but she's shopping for jeans. She's like, "Girl, I need, I got I got a rave this weekend. I gotta find some jeans." And um, she like won't move. She's like, "Go away, little girl. You're annoying me." And I'm like, "Wow." And that's when I fell in love with Alex. Um, Emma. Also, Alex's haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Why does she have this carrot? <laughs> I mean, because, like, you're so right, because, like, also, like, that was, like, a look. Like, before fucking Kate Gosling, like, ruined it for all the girls that wanted a cute little pixie, but, like, with some bang, you know? (laughs) They, (laughs) like, Alex literally had a Karen haircut, but, like, that was, that was, like, a look back then. It was low-key a look. Yeah, it was a look, but it it looked crazy. It looked bad. I'm sorry, Alex. I hope that doesn't come back. I hope the girlies mm-hmm. don't start doing that look. Very um, much so. So Emma's annoyed because now she's going to have to come back after school to defrag the computer. But while that's happening, JT accidentally stumbles upon Snake's will. And, um, okay, here's the thing. I know this is scary because Emma's also a child. And we forget this. She's a child. She sees a will. She's like, he's dying. Mm-hmm. But it's also like... Everyone should have a will. I'm I'm talking this. I'm telling the listeners this because I know we have an adult listenership. We should all have wills, especially if you have children. Mm-hmm. If you have kids. You should have a will. And I'm like, I think you know. But I'm also looking at it as an adult, where it's like he has mm-hmm. a will. It doesn't mean he's dying tomorrow. It just means that he knows what he wants to do with his, you know, whatever for his for his kids. So I don't think it's that it's that deep. But you know, it's Ash. It's Emma, and she's a teenager, so she's very worried. Back at the <laughs> restaurant, Spinner 
I, I don't know. He's acting like he's never been out. Like he's acting like he's like doing the most. He's like, you know, being like obnoxious. And Ashley reprimands him for his behavior. Um, apparently, it's the same restaurant that Marco Dillon and his, his family went to because the same waiter comes out. Glad to see him again. Glad to see that he got another day's work. Mm-hmm. Um, Spinner tries to buy. Yes. Yeah, Spinner tries to order a beer and fails. And Paige is like, oh, like, you know, Ashley, what do you want to eat? And she's like, doesn't want to eat. And Paige is like, oh, my God, this bitch. Like, why? And also, Paige, you brought her, okay? Um, but, like, Ashley is like. You should have known. Yeah. You should have known. You know, this is your bestie. You know her. But Ashley's just, like, really not feeling it. Mm-hmm. And she, she's like, she feels like Degrassi is cursed. And I think it is because so many bad things keep happening at the school. And it gets worse. You think it's cursed now, honey? Just you wait till next season. Um Spinner suggests that she's transferred. <laughs> just, just you wait. It's just you wait. Spinner suggests that she transfer, and Paige is like, "Hey, like, no." And Ashley's like, "No, you're right. Like, next year, I'm leaving Degrassi." Which is, I remember when I watched this, it was supposed to be like a big like, oh, "Is Ashley gonna leave?" Like, that was like in like the promo, like, "Oh, the character leaving," and she doesn't leave. Right. <laughs> Spoiler: She doesn't go also, anywhere. It's like- if Ashley leaves, like, I mean, to be honest, like, not much is going to happen in the, like, Ashley's becoming a side character. Yeah. Ashley hasn't had, like, I mean, Rock and Roll High School. But even the Rock and Roll High School, she wasn't really the star. It was really about Craig. The episode was actually Craig's episode. She was in it, like, and she was important. She helped move the plot, but she wasn't really a about her i feel like they have kind of slowly been phasing ashley out we haven't really gotten an ashley episode like just ashley i guess since holiday but that wasn't even just Ashley. Yeah. There's a lot of characters that was, that was the the hallmark movie so actually since before that ashley hasn't had an episode just by herself damn it's kind of sad like the all the plot lines that involve ashley she ends up being like a side character like holiday she was she she she's the the fact that she's in a relationship with Craig. She ends up being the other woman and like the focus of the show, and mm-hmm. with uh, the abortion episodes as well. Like Ashley's like, huh? Few line here, few line here, and then she, it's like Manny's the star, you know? Yeah, it's very obvious too that the writers like really love Craig, the character. Because he does get it, like, Craig, like, since, since he's joined the show, he's had, like, at this point, Craig has had, I mean, the first episode he's on is about him, right? It's about him and Joey. He's had, He had the driving episode. Mm-hmm. He had the cheating on Manny episode. He had, the Holiday was really about him. He's had um, his dad dying. Like, he's had, like, really major stories in ways that other characters who have been around longer just have not. Mm-hmm. Had. Like they clearly like really like this character, um, but Paige and Spinner, I guess Ashley's in the bathroom. They're talking about her, and Spinner's like, "I don't give a fuck. Let her leave. Like she's annoying." <laughs> Paige feels bad about it though, and her plan is like, "Okay, we're gonna make Ashley change her mind. We're gonna give her like the best day ever, and then she's not gonna want to leave." Um, but while they're talking about this, Mister Radish is like on a date in the middle of the school day. This is truly my worst nightmare. So, like, um, you know, teachers get to call off work and, like, have their days off. Um, Less so in the States because they get such shit, like, I mean, if we want to. Yeah. You know, we we all know. 
Um, <laughs> but uh, like here in like I'm sure in Canada, it's like slightly better, if not a lot better. And then in China, like taking days off is like you can just take days. You don't have to take a sick day. You could just like take personal days. It's not that bad. Um, but like if I was out like living like living my best life like day drinking on my day off that I didn't go to work. Like, and then I saw my kids. That would truly ruin my life. Like. So would you try to, like, sneak I got, out? I took this date. Like, would you try to sneak Ooh. out so that they don't see you? No, I would probably take pictures of them because I at least, I'm not meant, I know I took this day off. I'm not getting, like, I'm either taking my PTO or... Or I'm taking an unpaid day. So, like, that's that's what I signed up for. You legally are supposed to be at school. So, <laughs> I'll be taking pictures and sending that to the principal. Wow, you're a narg. You're a cop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> I, have, I, because I don't want... <laughs> I don't want... Because then if they're like, oh, we saw, we saw teacher Lauren out and about. And it's like, yeah, I had the right to... What were you doing out there? Yeah, I'm I wrong. guess I would do more less less narking. I would use it as um, blackmail, extortion. <laughs> Be like, do you want me to send these photos? All right, then take care. We ain't take care of. Wow, you really are a cop. Like you're like a dirty cop. No, but I'm more like a cool teacher where it's just like, no, you're a dirty cop. I won't tell anyone. It and and even go ahead and tell anyone. I'm not gonna get in trouble. But just know. That if you try to pop off, I got something in my back pocket. Like a dirty cop. you know I have. Tell my superior, <laughs> they'll stand by me, okay? They'll stand by me. We close ranks. More so, you? I'm, thinking, I'm thinking of the auntie vibe where it's like, listen, I won't tell your mom this dirty little secret that you have. But if this drug problem gets too bad, if we're, if we're getting at the root level of euphoria, I might just have to share these photos. You know what I mean? So a bad cop still. I'm just going to plant drugs on you. And now you're in jail. Nothing now you're in rehab. And I'm free. I mean, call it what you will. I'll be sleeping just fine at night. Mm-hmm. I sleep well. <laughs> um, you know what I had a dream of last night? I've been having really like what? vivid dreams lately. I dreamt that I was hanging Girl, out too. at the Spears house, like Britney Spears' family's house. The, the, they were like Weird. now selling tickets to go to their house to like make more money off of her. And we were, I was there and I was like, why am I, that I kept tracks. thinking like, why am I here? Like, I feel like I'm, why am I supporting the Spears family? They're not good. But I was like at the place and it was like just like walking around mm-hmm. and like Jamie Lynn was in the pool. And floating around the pool, like how Brittany said, <laughs> waiting for her chocolate drink. <laughs> <laughs> and when she said chocolate drink, I was like, okay, so they like, you know, it's like called like grape drink. Yeah. I feel like in, in country. <laughs> Spears house, it's, it's chocolate drink. Like Sitting around waiting for her chocolate Netflix. drink. Yeah. <laughs> I was listening to Trend Lightly 
um, also on the Salt Listen Network, mm-hmm. and they did like um, an episode. They were talking about because I guess people always say like, "Oh, Britney Spears' Instagram comp- captions always like sound rambly and like like she's crazy." And someone, I guess someone made a TikTok. I don't know who the person is. They made a TikTok where they're like, "Well, no, I'm from Louisiana. She's just Southern, and she just like doesn't have a formal education, so she's writing the way she would say it." And the woman read it like like the way she would be saying it. I was like, oh yeah, actually it makes more sense uh-huh. when you say it like that. Cause she's like, like she said it really fast and it was like, it was very yeah. much like I'm telling you off. And when it's spoken, it sounds, it seems, it makes a lot more sense than when it's like written. So what I'm saying is that when you read exactly. Britney Spears's captions, you should be saying it in a real fast Louisiana accent and then it'll come together. Yes, mm-hmm. very much so chocolate drink um perfection thank you chocolate, chocolate drink i'm a cultural anthropologist um so mm-hmm. um but okay so mr raj is there so like oh yeah go so they leave and then after they leave they realize that spinner didn't pay so now they're just like well we have to leave and i'm wondering lauren have you ever skipped out on a bill <sighs> no i think i've done that I've done that once by accident. Like I almost did it by once in um, in China, because like there's a lot of places that you'll like the the bill will come to the table, but there's a lot of restaurants, like nice sit down restaurants, where you have to pay at the front. Mm. So it's kind of like a fifty fifty situation, and so sometimes you're like packing up, and then you're like, yeah, I already paid, and then you forget that you have to go pay at the front. Um, but never purposefully or like, no. Hmm. What about you? Kind of like halfway. Like I did, I was a teenager. I would, I, I, that's, I would never do this as an adult. I think it's so tacky and so fucked up, but I did this when I was in, oh, I was, was in, when you were in France. Yeah. That time we like, we didn't skip out on the bill. We paid it partially, but it's the way we rationalized it. It wasn't like, we were like, oh, let's take, let's just not pay. The way we rationalized it is that we would need. To get, mm. I think it was like we would need to get change and they were taking so long we just paid what we had which they like underpaid basically and then we like left and the guy caught us outside like a bunch of idiots it was very embarrassing we had to pay him in front of people it was really it was really embarrassing I was like I don't know why I did that that was definitely a case of me just doing what my friends wanted to do and not like what I would normally do because I would never like do that on my own volition but I was like oh, okay let's just do that yes. it was so stupid but um so the trios have the trio has a little montage of them skipping school and doing activities. Um, they go to mini golf and then a movie and then the arcade. But Ashley isn't having fun at any of it. And they end up at the museum. And I'm surprised they didn't try to like pull off the Ferris Bueller like, you know, art institute scene or whatever. Great. Which if you've never been to Chicago, you should go to the art institute. It's pretty cool. Um, I've seen the painting. That that's and people always like take pictures in front of it and do like little like leaning like head, head tilting but like anyway they um yeah it's like i guess it's like our mona lisa you know um so they are mm-hmm. in the museum and spinner is just being spinner you know he's like joking around because it's like the painting is like contemporary art and it's like i think a naked woman kind of like he's just being a dumbass and ashley is like really upset by this i guess because she's also an artiste so she's like someone she's like someone put their heart into this it's like ashley it's 
Spinner is being embarrassing, but she's like personally offended by it as if it was her piece of art. Ashley is that person that's like (laughs) that like teenager in the group that's like trying to be like the adult, like Mm -hmm. mature kind of mentality. It's like, Ashley, we're teenagers that are skipping school. Like, this is what we do. You either join in or you leave. Like, don't don't try to beat parent us right now. Like, this isn't the... No, that's not how this dynamic works. Right. Or at the very least, if you wanted to correct him, he's being really loud. I would be like, ah, Spinner, shut up. Like, you know, and like, like, laugh it off. It's like, just like, I don't know. It's yeah. Like, do play. It's like, she's like very like, young man. Like, she feels like she's like the, the fucking art tour guy or something like babe <laughs> we're 16 mm-hmm. like we're just here for fun um so but also both are correct i do think spinner's being rude and obnoxious but also ashley is being annoying it's like you guys are both getting on my nerves so a page calls ashley out i tell her to just like get over it basically and she's like you take everything so seriously lighten up and okay this is where page goes off and i'm like i do not agree with this ashley is annoying yes we agree. I don't find her very likable as a character. But mm. Paige says to her, I'm sorry to be brutally blunt, but Craig didn't cheat on you just because of hormones. The real problem is you. And I'm like, oh, bitch. That's like really mean. That's even for Paige. <laughs> and the problem is that... Paige is not the best friend. No, but here's the thing. And this is about... We talk about framing on this show a lot. It's framed as if Paige mm. is right. That's yeah. the problem. Not that, not that the pa- yeah. problem isn't that Paige is calling Ashley a stick in the mud. That's true. She is a stick in the mud. If she had just been like, if it had just been like, right. you're, you know, you're so such a stick in the mud, you're so da da da. And then if her, and like that was it, I get it. But the fact that she, it ends with her telling her, that's why your boyfriend cheated on you because you're fucking boring. And the show is kind of like, I don't know, Manny's fun. <laughs> like this is very this is i feel like degrassi has moments where it just like gives like um cosmo article like here's how to keep your man and it's like if you don't then this is bound to happen like how, it's exactly how is that. dirty like dirty ass craig like because craig is just giving oh that fucking true life um, I'm living a double life. Remember that? Remember the guy who was like, mm-hmm. who had like two different girlfriends, and like was also like kind of like a like he was like a camera person for like porn. Like he would shoot porn. Oh, on true he had, life, like one girl that was like, yeah, yeah. And then he had one girlfriend that was like his like party girlfriend, <laughs> and he would like change clothes in his car, and then he would go and like was <laughs> like chill girlfriend he would go drink wine and like eat pasta with her at home yeah and like looking at him like he's like he there's nothing special about him whatsoever and like he's giving off like i don't clean myself regularly and i reek of Mm -hmm. cigarettes and like chewing tobacco like he's (laughs) he's he's not he's not giving off like I could handle two women kind of mentality, you know? And I feel like that's Craig, where it's just like, Craig is not the, like, why, like, 
Ashley was giving as much as she could give in that relationship. Yeah. And Craig was just like dopey. Well, and, and also Manny in his life. Let's not forget, and this is like where it's also super problematic. It isn't just that he like he chose Manny because Manny like okay with their with their logic, it's like oh Ashley's boring and Manny's fun. The implication is that Ashley didn't put out and Manny did, and that's why he cheated on you. Mm-hmm. And that's like the undercurrent that I'm like, that's not a good message for adults who are writing this for teenagers to be like, maybe you should fuck your boyfriend. I don't know. No. Maybe. Because he'll cheat, he'll cheat on you. I don't know. It's weird. And it's like, it's so messed up how it's not corrected. It's just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why he cheated. It's just put there. <laughs> and then he didn't even choose Manny. He fucking stayed with both of them until Manny got pregnant. Yeah. And, and, then, and then Manny <laughs> and had an abortion and out. then he dumped her. Because he's like, oh, you didn't do what I wanted. <laughs> What the fuck? Like this show, this show ain't shit for doing like for like per, like the the pedestal that Craig is put on in this show is actually ridiculous. Yeah, when you start to unpack it, it is kind of like what? Like why is that? What? <laughs> but anyway, um, Emma is looking for Snake, and. She's like walking, wandering around the hallways, and like I guess every it's like the end of like everyone's like cleaning out their lockers and stuff. And at, like, Alex throws like a wad of paper at Emma. And it's like what? And Emma's like what the fuck? And she does it again, and it, like and Alex just thinks like oh because you're like uptight. She's being annoying basically, and that's when Emma starts fighting yeah. that bitch. And I respect her. I'm like actually, and you know Emma's strong for a vegetarian. Okay, <laughs> she's roughing her up. <laughs> I was like, damn, okay, tofu. <laughs> All right, tempeh. She was fucking her shit. <laughs> <laughs> I say, okay, beans yeah. sprout. Look at you. Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> Plant based meat. Let's go. Okay. Okay, um, freely the banana girl. <laughs> But that being said, <laughs> if anyone is going to rewatch this fight, this is not a fight. We're going to put fight into air quotes. Um, this is, uh, no, no hands are being thrown. Like, this yeah. is, this, this is a hills, the hills. This is a Laguna Beach fight. This is not a bad girls club, like, beat down. Okay. Like, nothing is happening. No hands are being thrown. I think like there's an accidental slap. Um, it's a lot of like I'm grabbing your shoulders, you're grabbing my shoulders, and we're just trying to like, you know, Going wrestle. Back and it's forth. not we wrestle. It's a wrestle. <laughs> it's a wrestle. Yeah. Well, no, but I think doesn't Emma like get her in, with her knee or something, or or someone gets somebody in the with a knee. Someone knees someone in the face. Did that happen? I, but again, that looked that look looked like an accident. Uh, I did once. I once saw a fight like that in high school, and I didn't realize they were fighting. I thought they were doing like a interpretive. <laughs> that dance. when you got stepped on. No, that was another time when I got stepped on in the in the hallways, the mean streets of Bridge Cheney Middle. Um, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I still can't get over the fact that. You... And there was a footprint on my black <laughs> pedal pushers. <laughs> 
There's nothing more time stamped than there was. Was it a Skechers footprint? Was it, it, a Skechers probably, <laughs> it probably was a Skechers footprint. My black pedal pushers. <laughs> but oh at the mall. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. At the second. At flight. the mall, the trio stumbles across a weird ass Elvis impersonation contest. Once again, it's like 3 p.m. on Wednesday. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. what is going on in Canada? Y'all need to go to work. That's what happens you give people free health care. So you just wander around, going to lunch in the middle of the day. They do it Elvis. This is what happens mm-hmm. when you have socialized like, medicine. What do I have to lose? This is how you have socialism. This is what socialism looks like. Is people just wander around doing Elvis impersonations. It's not bread lines. It's not long lines in the ER. It's this. It's this. This is, this is, this is my fear of socialism. It's this shit. So, <laughs> damn, Spinner calls Ashley the Queen of Doom, cause he's, and he didn't care if she hears him. He's like, yeah, Queen of Doom, dumb bitch. So, um, in my opinion, this is not the best way to handle what seems like depression, or at the very least, a case of the blues, but still. Um, we're at um, back at school, Emma has right. a black eye, and Emma gets mad at Snake, basically. She's like, oh, she's like, Emma loves to weaponize dad when talking to Snake, because I guess she's like, you care keeping secrets from me, dad. And I'm like, okay, bitch. Like, you only have one dad because your other dad, that's not your dad. Like, he's your dad. But, like, he's not really doing. He's not your dad. Like, this is your Shane only dad. Joel. Like, chill. Like, do the you're doing the most. Um, so, mm-hmm. um, Snake basically is like, I have a will because in the case the chemo fails, I need to have one. I need to protect my family. But he lets her know that at, after school today, that they're going to find out if this round if the last round of chemo worked and if it did great if it didn't well r.i.p snake and um they wanted to protect emma but she's like i don't want to be protected like, okay fine you can come to the appointment with us all right um so snake invites emma to come to the doctor with them no more secrets and so she got what she wanted um back at the contest there's just like a weird like 10 year old who's like dude, hey, man. he's doing his whole like thing and it's like really creepy because he's like jiggling a lot i don't like it. he's gonna go shimmy and it's like he's it's, it's just weird and un- it's like not like in a sexual way but just in like a he's like he's having a spasm sorry this sorry i just had a realization and i remember thinking it while watching is that there's like some aspects of like whether you can just tell like the writers rooms were all white in the sense of like the amount of watching tv and movies thinking that i would be interacting with and witnessing a lot more elvis impersonators (laughs) than i ever have yeah never seen one in real life and i've been to vegas never didn't see a single one and like also like i met i met one person my entire life that was like into Elvis stuff and maybe that's just because like I don't have enough white people in my family I don't I I just it's the part that I'm like I don't know if this is just like an older white man mentality that it's just like ah Elvis impersonators like they're everywhere it's like are they <laughs> When you're a white man, everybody you see is, is an Elvis in person. Like, through a white man's eyes, like, they have delusions where, like, everyone they speak to is dressed up like Elvis. All, like, even babies, yeah, their it's wives, just... it's just like an Elvis. Like, so, like, it's like, 
<laughs> you're talking to them normally and i'm like lauren the podcast and they, they see us and they're like and i'm like hey hey mom hey, mm-hmm. that's how they see everything that's why like that's why there's racism yeah, i just feel like because that's how they see the world i mean hello um <laughs> but it's i mean let's let's not talk about the racism when it come when it comes to elvis's music um but uh oh i remember you talked about this once about like how like each generation there's like the writers that are writing the content are like being nostalgic about a certain time Mm-hmm. And so I feel like there's like just a large generation of like writers that were like Elvis, Elvis impersonators because they also Elvis impersonators don't exist anymore really. Yeah, I feel not. like um, I think you're totally right. I think especially if they're writers who are nostalgic for the '70s because always it's always '70s Elvis. It's never like Elvis like 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 uh-huh. like a Jailhouse Rock. It's always like glitter suit. Yeah, like. Disco Elvis, mm-hmm. dead on the toilet Elvis, mm-hmm. yeah, like fat Elvis, yeah, yeah. It's never like you know <laughs> yeah. Elvis in his prime. That's a good point. I think it's what that's exactly what it is. I think, and I think it's why we don't see it as much anymore because it's like because it literally is like why would it be an like why would there be an Elvis impersonate like why would mm-hmm. who cares like yeah yeah Elvis he's not my king of rock <laughs> and roll. Um, Mm-hmm. so like but they're waiting around for ashley they're like where's ashley where's the queen of doom when she comes out as alvira queen of doom and she's wearing a gigantic suit over her clothes and does like a half-hearted impression of elvis she's a good singer though and um she and she marco is. have the same haircut and honestly she... <laughs> you notice that You're so right it looks she looks very marco in this scene with that haircut very much so yeah um you're you're right i feel like she was not given enough time i mean maybe who knows maybe the actress plays ashley really liked writing depressing songs and wanted to showcase those on tv Mm -hmm. but like craig got to be like the cool like guitar guy who writes he's like singer songwriter ashley got a shitty edit that's like well she's not that good it's like well she is (laughs) <laughs> she's just not giving the shine that's true she's a quite good singer and i think we get to see her sing more but like again it's as like a secondary like backup singer it's like it's just weird how like they mm-hmm. i think the writers like it i don't know if they don't like the actress or they just don't like the character that much but it's really weird um so they're at the yeah. doctor's office and the doctor does some doctor talk and they do the classic like in english doc <laughs> get it in English, <laughs> snake. <laughs> it's such a trope. Snake is like intermission, and I I teared up a little bit. I'm not gonna lie, I teared up. It was just, very sweet. It was very sweet to find out that he's in remission. He's gonna be okay. And it's just like I don't know. I just can't imagine what it's like to think to be like you think you're going to die and just like and just not dying. That's pretty crazy. But um. I Ash- so crazy. I know it's so crazy and very emotional. I'm sure. At Ashley's house, the mom found out they skipped or that she skipped, and Ashley just can't stop doing the Elvis voice and laughing. So I guess her depression is cured. All it took was Elvis. All it took was her saying, you "I'm have, depressed." You have your baby stopped. voice. Yeah, it's like she said, "I'm depressed," and then it was done. See, simple. Um, Paige and Spinner hop into D- Dylan's hot rod. 
and she got a party ticket uh oh but they mostly got away with it and they drive away together like woo we did it (laughs) (laughs) episode yeah it's it's i mean i guess i mean there's lots of tropes in this but it's like oh they got away with it they like didn't get in trouble usually like a a skipping or like a teen show like oh we're breaking the rules usually they eventually get caught because like the point is to teach kids not to skip school <laughs> but yeah. i like that they did it this subverts it well it's ferris bueller so he has to get away with it right mm-hmm. except for ashley ashley's the cameron exactly. oh i get it now ashley's the cameron oh, i see it now mm. wow okay so now the timeline doesn't really matter yeah, they just needed because to. They just needed a Cameron. Legit. They just needed a Cameron. I'm like, why? What is happening? Yeah. <laughs> we were out here trying to be like the character development of Ashley <laughs> and the timeline of the events that happened to her in Degrassi. And we're like, oh, they needed a Cameron. That's what it was. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, that's what we get for giving the show so much credit. But anyway. I know. Um, what was your song choice for this for this episode? I chose. Um, I I felt like this episode was kind of like teen teen angst in my room. I'm gonna listen to music that makes me like expresses the feelings that I'm feeling deep down inside about like the overall minor but to me very major drama happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like for a lot of us, that was Green Day. So I chose Holiday Boulevard <laughs> Boulevard of Broken Dreams um, because I feel like that's very much how Ashley was feeling, Boulevard of Broken Dreams. But Miss Page and Spinner were like, this is our holiday, okay? Like, get the fuck up. We're going. We're going to go play mini golf. Stop bringing us down. Nice. Doom and gloom. That's a good choice. Um, what about you? I chose, so I was thinking about like um, Spinner and Paige in the convertible a lot and how much Spinner just wanted to be the two of them. You know, all he needs in his life is sin, just him and his girlfriend. Uh-huh. So I chose O3 Bonnie and Clyde by Jay-Z and Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> And they're just like driving through I, the know, desert. I actually watched that video for the first time in, a, in like, I mean, I never watched music videos, but I think it was playing in a bar I was at one night. I was like, oh shit, I forgot about this That's song. That's a throwback because that came out around the same time as um, Crazy in Love. Because like a back to back. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The Dang. beginning of an era. That's a good one. I know. Um, shall we jump into episode 21? Yes, let's do it. All right. I think I just burped into the microphone. Sorry if listener that picked up. They loved it. <laughs> Episode 21, Our House. Synopsis. Sean's brother gets a job in Alberta, but Sean wants to stay at Degrassi. He finds out that he can live by himself with student welfare, but that plan is in jeopardy when his place becomes party central. Meanwhile, Liberty makes it her mission to get JT his dream date to the semi-formal, even if it's not her. That's it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, this, these two episodes are feeling pretty filler. Filler heavy, it feels like. Yeah. Filler heavy. It didn't really um, 
I don't know how much it really contributed to. Well, actually, no lies because um, the whole Sean living on his own thing is actually like kind of important to my. Yeah, that kind of. I feel like I feel like the the bad part setup. Yeah, that it's like more of a setup episode if anything. Mm Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, we get our cold open and we're at the mall. Sean and Jay are looking at what I first thought were CDs, um, but then I later realized they're looking at like music video DVDs, which I'm like, oh, wow. We need this disc. (laughs) Like, I mean, this, this portion of like TV is like technology heavy where we're like we're using buzzwords but they're all technology words that no one uses anymore because it's just so right. ridiculous we need this disc it's like why would uh, like and like why would you need it like what's so important but i guess it's like before youtube became youtube what it is today so it's like if you wanted to like watch it you did have to like have it like on dvd versus just like checking it out yeah yeah very much so um and Sean's like, I don't know, that's a lot of money. But then she makes the point, he's like, I always get 100% off. I get the 10-finger discount. Um, Which, remember, and, he made fun of Liberty for uh, saying the same thing a few episodes ago. He's like, I can get us a five-finger discount. And he, like, laughs at her. And I'm like, you literally just <laughs> did it. You said it, too. And you said it seriously. You weren't joking. He, li- he literally... He heard it and was like, I'm going to save that one for later. <laughs> He's That's a good one, Liv. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, they try to sneak the DVD into their coat jacket and try to, you know, sneak out of the mall. But the security guard catches them and they they go on the run. And I wrote down that this is a very shameless moment. Like the show Shameless. Did you ever mm-hmm. watch Shameless? Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, there's, like, the, like, kind of, like, very much, like, the typical shameless, like, running scenes away from trouble. And it was yeah. very much that. Like, yeah, montage. it was. Until they get clotheslined, which I guess is a very Frank scene. I feel like Frank <laughs> has gotten clotheslined on that show, like, a lot. Yes, very much so. Um, and I thought, wow, look at that. Um... We get to our first scene after the theme song, and Sean and uh, I wrote down. I could not remember Sean's older brother's name, aka my future um, love of my Jacker? life. Um, I wrote Jacker. How Jacker. dare you? <laughs> <laughs> His name is Jacker. What Jacker? <laughs> Jacker. Jacker can get it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the moves like Jacker. Oh, <laughs> Wait, let me actually track her. Okay, let me ch- I wrote it correctly later, but sometimes I'll do that. I think I don't I don't have like um oh, now I'm literally forgetting it. Um what's, what's the disease that old people get when they forget everything? Oh like Alzheimer's? Alzheimer's, yes. I feel like my version of like dementia or Alzheimer's is like I will like be like, I need to think of this name and then I'll like start thinking about it and then I'll like pre think about forgetting it and then I'll like psych myself out into forgetting it and then I can't retrace my yeah. brain into remembering it. 
Right. Whatever that is. I feel like there's probably a diagnosis for that. That's what I have with names. Damn. You got a whole ass diagnosis. I know. If anyone knows what that is, please let me know. I'm too lazy to do WebMD. <laughs> um, but Sean and Tracker um, are at home and it's breakfast. Sean is getting scolded um, about getting in trouble and... You know, at the mall, and Tracker's like, you know, you just got off probation. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Jay is not a good person to have in your life. He's a bad influence. Um, he's bad news for you, kind of thing, which is true. Yeah, he's Jay's being a not... very good adult and guardian, which is very hot. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and this is when uh, Tracker gets a call about a job while Sean's heading out the door. And Tracker's very excited. He originally thought he wasn't going to get this job, but now it's good news. Mm-hmm. So we get to science class and Liberty is talking to JT um, about the upcoming dance. And uh, <laughs> JT, rightfully so, is like, Listen, Liberty, I've told you a million times that the the two of us is not going to work. <laughs> this Liberty comes in and is like, well, I'm just talking to you as an experienced dater. I'm already taken. And she pulls out this full on like <laughs> three ring binder of like a scrapbook of like her and her boyfriend photos. She in towers. <laughs> you know, they fucking went to. Um, like the mall to get those like couple pictures with like the heart background. Yeah, it's like all fuzzy. Yeah, I mean, if I had a boyfriend at that age, I definitely would have. We would have been Same. dating for five days, and I'd be like, "We need to go to the mall, document we, this. We have to do this because if we break up, I need to have like evidence that this happened." Yeah, those pictures always had like that weird, right? um, almost like a Vaseline like on the lens type thing. <laughs> like it was always like just like weird and so I don't blurred. know. It felt like season one of um, Drag Race. Like that weird, like, <laughs> that weird filter. Yes. <laughs> now, Sadiq, I never went to the mall and got pictures of my friends at the, with the, with the background and then mm-hmm. handed out all those prints to people at school. Did you ever mm-hmm. do that with any friends? Mm-mm. Girl, you were my friend. <sighs> No, but I didn't know if you had like because you had you had like some other friends that like I feel like did do that. But I didn't yeah. know if they had invited you or not. No, I was not invited. <laughs> uh, okay, so here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna like recreate that. You, me, and Marley, and we're gonna like live our best lives. So I feel like I really, I really felt like I was missing out. No, honestly, I never, I also wasn't like a big picture person. Like I don't have that many pictures of me from that age outside of like school pictures. I didn't take that many pictures. Yeah, I just didn't, I didn't ever was like a picture person. So I think it wouldn't even made sense for me also, to go like, to the mall to go get photos done. Cause like, why? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's okay. You didn't yeah. miss anything. I still want to get those pictures though. So. Okay. Just, we'll do it. just know. Okay, I'll keep it. I'll keep it in mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but you know, Liberty shows off her pictures with her boo thing, and this is when she suggests that JT should ask Manny to the dance. 
Um, uh-huh. And this sparks JT's interest because he's like, well, yeah, I definitely like Manny. This could this could work out. She's single now. Mm-hmm. Um, we get to shop class and all all the shop class crew is there. Um, and, uh, you know, Jay, Sean, Amy, uh, Alex, I'm pretty sure is there as well. And Ellie comes in yeah. and she kisses Sean um, because they love their public displays of affection. Sean's, Sean's an exhibitionist, as we've learned. Yes, he wanted to clean her ravine in front of everyone. <laughs> yes. Exactly. And Amy is really jealous because Sean used to clean her ravine. And yeah. now it's not happening. Um <laughs> She's very jealous. Though apparently um, Amy's the one who dumped him. So, so she's exactly. just being salty. And Alex no pointed it out. Yeah. She's like, you dumped him, dummy. This is why Alex and Paige get along later. Because mm-hmm. they, they have the same energy. They'll they call all the friends. Be like, hun, remember? You, you didn't dumped fuck him. him. That's why he left you. <laughs> <laughs> so we get to the hallway and JT is buying two dance tickets. Um, and Manny walks by. It's very much she's giving, she's getting a, a fan in the face, glowing essence walking da, past da, JT. Very much so. Very much so. And JT, <laughs> J, it, you know, Manny catches JT's eye. Uh, but Manny literally uh, doesn't even, isn't phased by JT, doesn't even notice that he's there and walks on past. Um, and Spinner's kind of noticing this and basically is like, JT, like, don't be bothered. You're wasting your time. She's a slut. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, Spinner. <laughs> Some. Spinner is so like um is is so like um it's weird it's like he's like three steps forward, ten steps back. It's like, okay, yay, Spinner is helping his his gay friend who he once bashed and now he's helping him date and but then like simultaneously mm-hmm. calling Manny a slut. She's like, Damn He's like, Yeah. Because like, I think like JT's like, Oh, how would you like it if yeah. someone called Paige a slut? And he's like, Um, my girlfriend is isn't a slut, that's why. I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> well, no one would call her that because she's not a slut. <laughs> oh, God. It's so um, messed up. He's like, a girl like Manny, she has a reputation for a reason. Have you noticed that Manny has been dressed, dressed more conservatively since the abortion? She has. They've been she covering has. her up. I don't like that implication. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me either. Yeah. Me either. I guess it's kind of like, mm, again, they should have gone. The fact that they just kind of dropped off on Manny like that was kind of strange. I'm kind of surprised they're not giving more, like, like, um, like just like checking in moments. Like it could have been very easy for Emma to be like fighting in the hallway, crying with a black eye, and Manny being like, um, you okay? And then Emma like saying something. And then like it could have just been a mini little check in. I don't know. 
Yeah, we haven't checked in with Manny um, since the abortion, which is pretty crazy. But I guess, like, I wish they would have but, explained more, like, but you like know Manny what it talks is, about later in the episode. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Um, but I think also just, I mean, I think we, we're hard and grassy because we need to be. But also, I mean, it is a really big ensemble cast. So it's like we can't, we can't, we totally can't touch on everybody. <laughs> but that, that storyline was a really big right. one. That was a big storyline. It was a big enough one that I think we probably should yeah. have gotten a little, you know, is she still doing gymnastics? Like, is anyone still doing gymnastics? <laughs> <laughs> The answer they, is no. <laughs> after they lost the championship, they definitely defunded uh, <laughs> that department. Defunded <laughs> the girls' women's gymnastics. We're like, yeah, no, they don't win. <laughs> we gave them one shot and we just got rid of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, like, you know what could have been easy is if we did. I mean, this would have been perfect if we did the 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 oh i'm sad and like really down episode about manny instead of ashley or then back to back here's here's what's you know how i mean this this is modern television not like 20 years ago but like you know that mm-hmm. last shows will do now like they'll do like the same episode but from two people's perspective mm-hmm that would have been good with like Ashley and Manny, like how they're both like really fucked up about what ha- the situation, but in different ways. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. That would be really interesting. Mm-hmm. God, Ugh. hire us for the um, reboot because we're we're doing some we're we're cooking up some interesting things over here. And we're just spitballing. We 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 really tried. Yeah, we're just spitballing. We're just getting. We're just pitching. Getting started. Mm-hmm. Writer's room right here. Exactly. <laughs> but seriously, let us know. Uh, <laughs> the ways to contact us are in the description. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Spinner's talking about Manny's reputation and how, you know, JT, JT should be careful. Because, you know, she has a reputation for fucking guys over. Or however he said it. Um, Sean gets home. And uh, Tracker announces that he's got an oil drilling job in Alberta. And I remembered from my teen mom to knowledge, uh, because of Jeremy, uh, that's a really good job. Was was Jeremy in Alberta? No, he wasn't. No, but he had like an oil rig job. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I was like... <laughs> Not Alberta, but yeah. Like, did he ever go to Alberta? I know he, he traveled for work. I was like, is he, is he in Alberta the whole time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, yeah. Those oil rig jobs are really, really good. Highly yeah. dangerous, but really good. Yeah. Well, that's why they're... So they pay so well because um, they're so fucking dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> Tracker's like, pack up, kid. We're moving out. We're moving to Alberta. And Sean's like, what and the who's fuck? That, who's that woman? <laughs> that bitch that stole <laughs> our fucking man tracker. <laughs> that fucking slut. <laughs> that slut with a reputation like she does stealing our man. Um, 
don't know. Unnamed, unnamed girlfriend of the, of the time. Tracker will move on and like really come to his senses, yeah. but he'll find a new girl in Alberta. Mm-hmm. Her name, mm-hmm. Alberta. I just her her name just happens to be Lauren because I'm moving to Alberta. <laughs> Um, so Sean is, you know, like, hey, I don't want to leave. I don't want to have to repeat grade nine again. Like, I'm really liking it here. Um, Mm -hmm. Though I will say that I was just praising Tracker too soon for being a good adult. Because now it's like, you literally just like, okay, yeah, mm -hmm, the job mm -hmm. is good. But you just accepted a job in like Alberta. And Sean is having to lose his year. And he's like, well, sorry. I'm like. Sean's already been held back one year. You're gonna have him be held again yeah. for Alberta? What's there? Yeah. I know oil, but what else? <laughs> Nothing but trouble. It's a mess. You know how those, those oil towns are. And loose women. It's true. Oil towns like there's a lot of crime happens in those yeah. places because all the money. Mm-hmm. I'm not even just picturing Tracker at a saloon. It's a wild west. Oh my gosh, you know he would fucking look so good in like a cowboy hat <gasps> and like spurs. Ah! <gasps> Chacker. <laughs> Chacker. Chacker. <laughs> Listen, we're just adding to our fan fiction. So. I know. It's been good. Yeah. But um, but Ash, but but um, Tracker's like, yeah, either you come with me or you go back to Masega, Mrs. Masega Beach, with Sega Beach with her parents. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. It's hard life for Sean. It is. Um. So, uh, the next day, um, in the hallway. Amy, I'm gonna I'm gonna name Amy as desperate because she's she's giving desperate energy in these mm-hmm. next few scenes. So desperate. Um, Amy says hi to Sean, um, and Sean doesn't respond. He's very upset and sad. Um, sad, sad boy, Sean. And he goes up to Ellie and says that they need to break up because he's moving. <laughs> That's it, Sean. <laughs> Work on your delivery. <laughs> it's so sad, though. He's like, he's like a little like puppy dog, and Ellie runs away. <laughs> the way Ellie runs, she runs like an anime character. Like her arms are always at her sides. <laughs> Very much so. It's like bounces away. <laughs> It's so funny. And Sean's like, well, I guess I did. I, I broke up with her. I'm, I'm breaking ties, breaking hearts and breaking ties. Yeah, man. We get to shop class and um, uh, Jay is kind of like, you know, messing with Sean, just joking how they normally do. But Sean's not having it. And he basically nope. fights with Jay 
and he ends up messing up his project like something falls down and like breaks um and the shop teacher rolls in and i say roll in because he's in a wheelchair and is shouting sean he has like some weird canadian accent i can't play <laughs> yeah he's got like a really intense canadian it's... action accent uh-huh. he just sounds uh not quite like wheels dad like but he wishes he adjacent he wishes he was Will's dad. He fucking wishes. Like. Bring him back. He could never. Mm-hmm. Truly. Um, and, uh, you know, he goes up to talk. John and the teacher talk. And Sean tells him what's going on. And saying, like, you know, like, everything is, you know, I, like, really changed things here. Everything's just falling apart. Like, Nothing ever works out for me. And the teacher suggests student welfare, mm-hmm. which um, prior to watching Degrassi, I had no idea what the fuck that was. Because what's what's student welfare in a country like America? Yeah, I don't. I still don't really get it. I guess like because is he technically like an, empan- like an emancipated minor? <laughs> yes. So my guess is. Canadian listeners, please let us know any details about it. But my guess is it has, it's like, it's something similar to be like emancipation in the States or like um, the, like a version, like a kind of branch of health and family, child and family services um, where like for Mm -hmm. like older children um, that like don't necessarily need like day-to-day care but still needs supervision and so there's still some Mm. monitoring that i don't think we i don't think we have something completely equivalent but i think we have something similar in the sense of like i think when there's a there's some programs in the states about like people that reach that are in the foster care system and then reach 18 there's kind of like a transition period where they can still like receive services and like housing and kind of help so I feel like in Canada, they have the version of that, but for like younger people as well. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty cool, though, that he has that opportunity to, especially since Tracker kind of like screwed him over. I shouldn't say he screwed him over. Well, he did. He <laughs> screwed him over. Like... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it's one of those things where it's like, he's, I mean, how many, he can't be much older than Sean, like, and not I mean, he grew up with the same bullshit that Sean did. So, like, maturity-wise, he's not meant or, like, really didn't sign up to be parenting a kid, you know? That's true. Yeah. Like, definitely, um, Tracker, I think, has proven, like, I think his intentions are good. Like, I think he cares about Sean and wants him to do well. But mm-hmm. um, I think he definitely is, like, out of his depth in that sense. So, like, he is, he, he's, like... Mm-hmm. 22 like he's not yeah like he really shouldn't be like raising a child at all exactly um but the teacher says you know you can do student welfare and i'll like offer to sign his paperwork i guess in a sense of like he could basically be like a sponsor or like a supervisor over maybe his school time is my guess 
Yeah, I feel like he um, almost it's like I feel like it's almost like a 90 day fiance when you have someone who's like re- essentially responsible for the person, but like <laughs> but like not directly, yes. but like if shit goes down, you <laughs> if some will take your house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, so I guess like yeah, in America we have 90 day fiance sponsors, um immigration sponsors and then like when you have to bail someone out of jail, you know? Yeah. If they don't show up for court, you're screwed. You're screwed, yeah. <laughs> um, so Sean's kind of like contemplating this. And we get back to Sean and Tracker's house. Tracker's continuing packing. Um, and Tracker suggests that, you know, this move to Alberta could be a good fresh start for him. Um, and away from like the kind of like Jay and other people that are being a bad influence and the kind of troubles he's had. Um, since moving to Degrassi and everything. Um, Mm -hmm. But Sean says he doesn't want to move. We shall not move, is what he said. You know, quoting one of the greats in Silver Rights. I don't know who. Actually, I don't... Did someone actually say that? I know that's a song. It's like a Civil Rights, like, march song. Yeah. They used to sing that, like, while doing the sit-ins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least that's how like Selma was. Yeah, we shall not be moved. Yeah, but mm-hmm. that's that's how yes. Sean is feeling. But under- understandable. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Especially, I think when I mean this is something I relate to greatly. When I'm like, oh, crisis, so many problems, and then there's like an out that seems. Even if it's more difficult, it seems like better and easier. And I'm like, ah, problem solved. I don't have to do it. <laughs> Even though like I'm creating so many other like ops, like so many other tasks for me to do and handle. It's like, ah, it's better. I don't have to move. <laughs> I mean, but it does create more issues for him. You're absolutely right. Because like Sean, like Sean has really proven himself to be, I think he's very resilient, but he hasn't proven himself to be like, to have the maturity mm-hmm. level to be able to, like, handle, like, which we see, like, this is, you know, it's it's very adult of you living on your own and, like, being able to, especially when you have a history of, like, trouble uh-huh. and you've been on probation, like, uh, I don't know if Sean really needs to be, yeah. which, again, speaks to, like, Tracker's own immaturity. It's, like, I don't know if you, I think you feel like you should push harder for him to come with you. Like, he's just, like, okay, see you. Mm-hmm. I'm just, like, I'm, like, <laughs> Like, I mean, his attitude was like, oh, you'll be back. Like, we know you'll, you'll be you'll be back or whatever. But it's like, it still was very like, all right, I'm going to Alberta. Bye. <laughs> yeah. 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 Which is like, kind of like, I think we'll get into later. It's, it's like, oh, like, Sean, just, like that people in Sean's life are just kind of like, not consistent not there or like the the adult kind of presence is just not been in sean's life yeah it's like like there's been zero consistent adult adults and when anyone has tried to be he really pushes back like when emma and emma's mom gave him like food uh-huh. a home-cooked meal he's like bitch you think i don't yeah, got a home-cooked meal very much so she was, he was really upset um by that. but you know <laughs> But also, she knew. She's like, you, but you haven't, though. I can tell. Yeah. Um, we get to school the next day, and Ellie comes up to Sean, and she's like, okay, I've thought about 
you know, long distance can be hard, but like we could make this work. She's like, I slept on it. And, <laughs> but then he's like, he's like, we don't have to, I'm going to stay. And they have like a, a really like lame, is he like a lift her up or something? And she goes, woohoo. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is this oh god i wish i wish we just got one episode which is like a which is like a student at degrassi who's not a main character but just a a student a random student who's just like what the fuck like who's just like watching them this girl this anime girl go (laughs) (laughs) oh i remember actually okay on tiktok she's one of the hosts of the other degrassi podcast um i'm in love with a girl named spike Mm-hmm. And I think the host name is Hannah, and um, she makes TikToks basically like as, as the as the other perspective person, like in these scenes. Oh, love that! And they're that's so, so funny. smart. Damn, I wish I had thought yeah. of that because that's funny. Cause I just pictured so many students just being around, like, <laughs> day, like what is going on? <laughs> Basically, she'll, like, cut herself into, like, the scenes as, like, giving the reaction of, like, so we're going to do that in the hallway? Like, we're going to do all that? It's, like, just third period. Like, calm down. <laughs> Seriously, though. Woohoo! Yeah, but now they're they're going to be together. And um, I love the next scene because um, when, so I guess now he's home alone. Tracker's gone. So he's like doing everything kids mm. think like, oh, I'm just, I live here now. So like the music's super, it's like, <laughs> I guess it's morning. The music is still out. He's eating, <laughs> okay, he, the giant piece of cake he eats is a chocolate cake. It's just one big slice <laughs> of chocolate cake with chocolate milk. This is uh-huh. like the cake from Matilda. Brucey, Brucey, Brucey. <laughs> It looks just like the cake. Oh, they yes, bru- that's that they fucking chocolate bruise. cake. <laughs> <laughs> and to be honest, whenever I think of chocolate cake, that's literally what I always think of. Like the, that, uh, what is her name? Um, Chef Cookie. <laughs> Chef Cookie. The lunch lady. Lunch lady. <laughs> <laughs> <Cookie>. <laughs> yes. Oh my god! Like I like kind of get nauseous thinking about chocolate cake. So I'm like, oh, the person that made that is not clean. It's that clean. Yeah, she like, comes out and she's like, ah. <laughs> she like wipes her nose with her entire arm. Like, oh god. So that cake is so gooey. Yikes. <laughs> oh god, that's why it's so nice. But um, yeah, sorry. I just had to point that out because it just really like struck me, and I was like, yeah, he's just like eating. You're I'm, like, so rude, and I'm like, ew, like that's disgusting. You're gonna hurt. You're gonna like bomb. You're gonna bomb it by second period. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very much so. Yeah. Um, you know that <laughs> Sean's drinking that chocolate, that chocolate drink that Jamie <laughs> was was asking for. You're waiting around, <laughs> he's on Mama. Bring welfare, chocolate he can't drink. afford chocolate milk. Yes, it's not milk. That's not milk. That's that is chocolate drink. That's Nesquik. Mm-mm. That's Yoohoo. Yes. <laughs> yes, Yoohoo. Oh fuck, man. Um. So we get to school, and Liberty's talking up to Manny about the dance, and you know, suggesting you know JT is interested, and Manny gets excited. 
that, you know, someone, JT, who she knows is a nice person and an old friend wants to ask her and kind of like a non-threatening I have a question. Like, yeah. Do you think that Manny likes JT or is she just happy that someone likes her again? Like, like she's had a really rough year, Ooh. like, because not just about like, you know, like she's, she gets shit from everyone, everyone. Like it's, it's all the boys at school. It's like, mm. I'm sure the girls don't like her. Like people just don't like her, you know? And I think Craig, I mean, Manny is very much like a person who just like wants to be loved. Do you feel like she genuinely is like, mm-hmm. yes, JT's great? Or do you think she's just like, I need, like, like JT likes me, so I like him back? Because, like, it just feels nice to be, like, liked again. That is a great question. And I've thought about this. So Manny, um, like, thinks of JT as, like, a safe person. Like, mm-hmm. which is is not is not a good bad thing but she has she i mean she's also like very young i'm i i want to i want to say this with, with but also being aware that like manny's a young person that like will eventually learn to do and be better but like mm-hmm. it's it's kind of fucked like the way she's kind of maneuvering the situation is not great but she's viewing jt as like a safe person and a non-threatening person um but mm-hmm. she also is like feeling a despair of like not getting attention and not getting the love that she pre up and like up until recently she was getting from everyone. And so I think she's, mm-hmm. you know, she's like a hot girl that like misses the attention. And like, I think she's, she knows that JT like would like, give anything to be with with manny so i think she kind of likes that that like he's a safety pick you know a safe pick and Mm -hmm. um and knows that like she doesn't have to really try or really put forth a lot of effort that jt's always gonna like be obsessed with with her and like infatuated with her and she likes that because that many people have felt that like right like you either like in a younger relationship yeah. like you're just like you're stringing someone along because you're just like well it's nice to have it's just nice to know that i can get them if i wanted them you know right and the thing that and, and i don't necessarily I like see it what she's doing with jt yeah i don't necessarily see it as manipulative i think she's just like she's in a really rough place and probably just like i mean everybody wants to be wanted mm-hmm. by somebody right so it just like makes sense mm-hmm. that because this is a weird match because obviously JT's always liked Manny, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know if Manny really like likes him that. Much. I think, like you said, I think she like likes him as like a friend, but it's just like I'll entertain this because it like, you know, it'd be nice to be like cared for, and it's nice to feel that someone cares about me again. Because like, I mean, as we see, like the way Spinner yeah. talks about her, Spinner is really representative of what I'm sure she's how she's being talked about by everybody. And that can't that can't be fun. Like the fact that, you know, when she was invited to the party, for instance, for his um for his commercial, like the first thing she says is like, I don't think anybody wants me to be there. So she's kinda like, you know, even with the whole mm-hmm. dance thing, I think when it's brought up to her, she's like, Yeah, no one wants I'm not planning on going because like no one wants me to be there. So Oh, poor me. Right. Damn. Yeah, you're right. 
Yeah, it sucks. So, yeah, but I definitely agree with you about Manny um, and her kind of moment of this. Uh, yeah, it's not it's not manipulative, but it's definitely... Um, she's... She's wanting, she's wanting a safe choice. Like, you know, it's like you, yeah. in movies and stuff, it's like, it's like, oh, I'm going for the bad boy, you know, and I got hurt really bad. So I'm going to go for like the complete opposite and see how that goes. But then she's, but then with your choice, you also are like, well, I don't really like, like them, but like, they're like a safe choice. <laughs> so. Yeah. Which I think um, in next season we'll, we'll get, we'll see more about like the Manny JT mm-hmm. of it all. And I remember I think it becomes more apparent that's what's happening here. Yes. Like, you don't think you're really that attracted to this person. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, so, but, you know, Mamie's kind of, she's more excited about, like, that someone's, like, you know, she has a, a prospect. She has an admirer again, which I think she's most excited about. <laughs> um, yeah. Which we all we all know that feeling. It's a nice feeling to have. Um, so at shop class, Sean is explaining to his friends how, uh, welfare works, you know, basically he needs to keep up his grades and, you know, have someone like a kind of sponsor to sign off on his papers. And, um, Mm -hmm. basically every, like his well-being, like the welfare will be paid for. Um, but he's obviously like, he's living off welfare. So like his basic needs are met and that's about it. Yeah. Um, but his friends are excited because they're like, um, they're all like, because I know Amy's like, oh, like, can I come over, Sean? And he's like, you all can come over. <laughs> like, At one point, he's like, house. this is all of our, it's, and I was like, oh, no, this is not. <laughs> it's our house. You all come over, like, Sean, you idiot. <laughs> Your friends are riffraff. Your friends are riffraff. Why would you bring them to your house? And you fucking know your friends. You know how they are. <sighs> yeah. They ain't shit. They real ghetto. Exactly. Why would you have them all <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. If you Okay, like, but I they, love this next ever... part. Yeah. Sorry, what? Go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, no, I was gonna I was gonna bring up the next scene because this part's I think I love this part. <laughs> so you go ahead. Um, no, I was going to say, like, uh, there's a show called Ballers. I think it's I've a, heard it. Yeah. Yeah. It, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is not <laughs> um, But it's kind mm-hmm. of interesting. It's basically like this, like, an agent person who, or a like, finance person, basically like, in charge of, like, you know, pro athletes. Um, and basically his advice is always, like, listen, once you start making money, you got to cut these people out of your life. Cause they're riffraff, you know, mm-hmm. like they're nothing that's good exactly is going to come it. Like, out of Like I this. hate to say it. And then people want to act like, oh, you're acting brand new because you got money now. It's like, no, but I can't have you in my all white house because you're going to come with your muddy shoes. Exactly. And my shit up. I can't exactly. have nice things with you around. No. So and Sean, also, like, but yeah, fr- he's a t- <laughs> but he's also like doing what a kid, what most kids would do is like, oh, I have my own spot. Oh, yeah. I don't have my friends over all the time. And it's like, do you want to do that? Are you sure? Are you sure about that? You, you do not. That is that is not how you want to do it. Um, nope. It's, it's never it's never a good idea. 
Um, Never. Yeah, we get this. We get this montage of like partying, Sean, sleeping, Sean, partying, Sean. Okay, I like the song they were playing though. <laughs> it was a bop. It was a bop. It's like I'm that guy that people don't get that they don't understand. Like, oh, this is kind of cute. I was like, throw my hands like I'm also at Sean's apartment parties like, with a 40 in the background I guess <laughs> you're, you're back there with Amy riff raffing no I'm back there with I'm hanging out with Jay me and Jay are like we're cool oh, it's like okay. in the scene in, um, in Clueless the rolling with the homies and I'm like yeah. homies yes. <laughs> yes no you're right you're not the Amy you're the the um I'm the tie. I'm the tie. Yeah, the tie. I was going to say with Brittany. What? Brittany. Brittany Murphy. Brittany Murphy. I was like, Brittany Smith. Murphy. No, Brittany mm-hmm. Spears. No. Okay. Brittany Murphy. Yes, tie. <sighs> so um, we get a repeat montage, and then we get this kind of scene where uh, Jay and his friends. Oh, sorry. No, it's basically a repeat of Jay showing up with friends and with beer. And I may note that this is kind of like the first, well, not the first, because we saw Sean getting drunk at Jimmy's apartment. But it's it's mm-hmm. rare that we would see in Degrassi, like, people drinking alcohol at a party. They don't always, like, make it, right. a, make it a big thing, you know? They don't. And I feel like it... Um later episodes you see it more and it could also be because mm-hmm. the, the characters are getting older so it's like it's just more it's playing more of a role but i don't even know if that's the case i feel like a lot of times it's like it's just and i wonder if this is like probably you know canada is definitely like their their television was more liberal than ours but i wonder if there were like some limitations mm-hmm. of like showing my but then they drink at an earlier age so i don't know it's weird yeah you're right because this is the first time we actually see someone like come in explicitly carrying beer but then we got someone doing ecstasy right. in the first seasons. I don't... <laughs> so it's very like. <laughs> I mean, hello. <laughs> A B C D E. Yeah, it's very um, it's not. It's very like all over the place and like what our what our uh, understanding of drugs and alcohol is. Cause I feel like it's almost the inverse of the American shows where like they will sooner show you the beers and stuff because I feel like it's like the safe thing, even though it's like. You know, they're still underage, but they're not going to show you, like, people, right. like, smoking weed or doing drugs. That's, like, oh, that's too much. We can't show 14-year-olds smoking weed, God forbid, because they don't do that. Yeah. Right. That's but, funny. But if they do show young people drinking yeah. alcohol, it's in the boring. I think it's the end of the montage, though, I think it's, like, I think someone... Sean and Ellie. Huh? I started talking. I froze and then I started talking. No, 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 I was just saying, I think then like the montage ends because it's like, um, I think Sean and Ellie are trying to have a night together. That's when Jay and his friends show up. But then it ends because like now we're at Mm -hmm. shop class and Sean is like, uh oh, now his grades are slipping. Woo. How long has it been? Um, It's been like a week. (laughs) You're already failing. It's a week worth of parties. (laughs) already failing and is not doing his shop project <laughs> it's not going well um so outside of school um jt has tickets and you know he's he's getting ready you can see he's kind of getting ready to go talk to manny and ask her to the dance 
But then he sees Manny and Craig are sitting next to each other and kind of obviously having some sort of heart-to-heart, intense, emotion-filled conversation, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and JT is crushed because, you know, it just just like Spinner said, like, you know, she has a reputation. He shouldn't have gotten invested. Um, and he tries to get a refund for the dance tickets. And they're like, sorry, it goes to charity or something. <laughs> they made that up. They're lying. <laughs> I know. What you like? What like? You didn't already pay for the food. Like, you know, it's not a wedding ticket or something, you know. Um, you don't get yeah, tickets it's, it's to a wedding. A <laughs> Thinking of like a, uh, um, a ticketed dinner plate. Like, you know, we got to. It's a certain amount of money you per gotta, like, plate for like, head. Yeah, it doesn't make sense that they would be like, sorry, you can't. It's like, who cares? But okay, this mm-hmm. side of part's sad, though, because then. Um, this is sad because then when Manny comes over and she's like. Oh, I thought you were going to ask. Like, she kind of like, I feel like she was trying to make herself available to him to ask. And then she was like, right. I heard you're going to ask me. And I'm like, oh, Manny, no. <laughs> oh, girl. And then. It's very, but it's like very sweet. Because she's like, I thought, you know, I thought you were going to ask me to the dance. I heard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Sweetheart. She- she was like, I thought, in my mind, I was like, I thought this was a safe, a safe route. Like, I guarantee, you know, you're my backup like, Am I getting plan. dumped again? Oh, no. By JT? Again. Oh, God. <laughs> now I've got a whole time low. It's like, maybe it's, it would have been better if my family had sent me to Manila, to a convent in Manila, because I'm getting dumped by JT. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Um... But JT starts questioning her and, um, and basically, like, you know, asking, like, well, why are you talking to Craig? Um, you know, like, kind of turning on her, being like, are you, ch- you know, thinking that he was, she was trying to play him. And, uh, you know, she brings up, this is a kind of good moment that I wish we would have just gotten more input about Manny's experience, you know, after all this happening. Mm-hmm. And she brings up that... Craig yes. was the one cheating on his girlfriend. No one talks about that. And they don't. And they don't. And they don't. Also, just like, it's, it's you know, it's it's important. Like, it just kind of shows, this whole nice guy thing is bullshit. Because JT frames himself like, oh, I'm, I'm just goofy, nice JT. But then as soon as you see her talking to Craig, you're like, oh, she's a slut. Like... <laughs> Like, right. like, it's like she's just talking to, like, okay. it's not like, you know, and she like, she does her little, like, um, her little Gia, her Gia voice. <laughs> He's just asking how I'm doing. <laughs> He's just asking, uh-huh. it's okay, I'm you know. <laughs> no, no. Craig, the way Gia's girlfriend, no one ever did anything to him. And you know what? It works on JT. He's like, I get it, Gia. That damn cry Sorry, voice. Mandy. I hate that cry voice so much. I know. It's wake up in the morning. It's like, do I want to cry or do I want to plug my ears? They can't tell. 
But yeah, I'm happy she brings up the double standard. Yes. Yeah. And also like Degrassi. Um, yeah, why is no one talking about Craig being the one that cheated on his girlfriend? You're the writers of the show. You can make that happen. Okay. <laughs> but they could, but but I hate to say it, it's real though. I know, it is the reality. When stuff like that happened in high school, did anyone talk about the guy? No, they talk all about the girl though. They didn't say no, nothing about the boy. Exactly. So Yeah. Exactly. It's accurate. I hate to say it, but it, it is sure true. is. All right, so we get to my all-time favorite scenes. The teen teen drinking is very bad, and it's a teen drinking night at Sean's house. Um, Sean is trying to study with um, Ellie. I mean, shout out to Ellie being like the ride or die girlfriend. That's really like you're trying. You get good grades. You're like, come on, hun. Like reading's easy, isn't it fun? And then the boyfriend like, doesn't know how to read. <laughs> she is the Claire Danes to Jordan Catalano. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Like, shout out to Ellie. She on, she thought she could she Come could on, fix babe, this one. Come on, babe. Reading easy. <laughs> I know that was so funny to me. <laughs> yeah. But she is like, she's like, yeah, because she's recognized, like, listen, like, your, like, housing situation is, like, my man, my man's gonna, my man, my man's gonna end up in Wasega Beach if, if he doesn't get his grades up, so I'm gonna help him. He's all I have, okay, because Ashley's been crying in her, in her room for weeks, This and Marco's got a boyfriend yes. now, so now all I got is Sean. <laughs> You're so right, Ellie's like, I, my social scene is zip. I need something to occupy my time because my mom is an alcoholic and I can't deal with that. So I need someone to spend time with and I have no one right now. Yeah. But we get, you know, we get this study session and Jay shows up with the quote unquote Montreal crew, which I don't know if that's Canadian thing where it's like, oh, Long Island's coming in like. Like, what's the bad part of Chicago <laughs> where white people live? Oh, Southside? No, he's... Pre- <laughs> hey, I got the Ottawa crew. What? <laughs> I wish okay. they spoke French, but he was like... He's like, hey, hey, Sean, the Montreal crew. We're still like, oh, bonjour, Sean. <laughs> Ça va? <laughs> yes, it's like... It's like... It's like some, like... Like a child of immigrants, like French immigrant, like <laughs> that didn't have any job prospects, so they turned to like a mob mentality. Yeah, Sacre bleu, le crew Montreal, and they come through, and everyone's like, "Yay!" <laughs> like, ah, shit, now it's a party. It's like, also, okay. like, I don't know. I know it's Canada, and I don't know. I've never been to Montreal, but like. N- Nothing about it is scary. It's scary to me. It's just like the idea of like the Montreal crews coming in. They walk in like, yeah. I'm like, what? Okay, Celine Dion. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Your heart will go on. Well, Look at ass. Get your ass. Get your ass in here. <laughs> huh? <laughs> is Celine Dion from Montreal? I don't know. She's from um, Quebec. So I know she's from okay. Montreal. But she she did grow up like very dirt poor, so 
maybe there are gangs. Yeah, maybe there. she she would have been part of the um, Montreal crew. Yeah. Um, yeah, but they come through and they're all drink- like Amy's been drinking like all day. Like she's a she's like she's like, she's like on one. I'm like y'all need to. She may hit them one. It, it, they are wine coolers, aren't they? Because it's not like blue. It's not even like yeah, beer. Yeah, and also they're like twelve, so like that's all they can drink. <laughs> she's hitting them, and she's very drunk and does an impression of Avril Lavigne for Sean. And I'm like, okay, I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, justice for Avril Lavigne. She doesn't deserve that. She doesn't. Though shocking, Ellie comes through because then one like. Amy's like trying to like get up all on him. Ellie's like, um, vampire, I'll bite you, bitch. Like, she's like, she gets real like hot. Like, this is my man. That's my man. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay, Lala Kent. Mm. My man? <laughs> Step off. Step back, bitch. This is mine. <laughs> it's pretty great. It is. Um, again, she, she's a ride or die. She she doesn't mess around. She, uh, but Amy is, you know, she's kind of like, whatever. She's stumbling around and kind of like taking people's drinks. She's drinking lots of things around the room. And she eventually stumbles into the bathroom. Um, mm-hmm. A fight breaks out. We're assuming because the Montreal crew is there, they're... There weren't enough baguettes. <laughs> they ran out of baguettes, and he. They were like, "Someone ate the last the Canadian bacon. and they start fighting each other. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "I'm sorry." The the was it, where the maple leaves are they? Though they're from Toronto. I was about to say. I feel, mm-hmm. I'm sure Montreal definitely has a hockey team. Yeah, they probably were arguing about hockey, and they started fighting. That's mm-hmm. how all fights in Canada start. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That and curling. I know that they take curling very seriously. I think mostly because yeah. it's so cold. Um, yeah. It's how everybody, want, everybody wants something. The podcast where you can get the straight facts about Canada. That's what we're here for. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Um, (laughs) a fight breaks out and then um, Alex uh, screams from the bathroom and we see that Amy is passed out on the bathroom floor Alex is freaking out and Ellie and Sean (laughs) go in to help and kind of like assess the situation as well Um, now the way that everyone's freaking out, I'm not taking Jay's side. Mm-hmm. So, so everyone's kind of concerned except for Jay and the Montreal crew. They're kind of like, it's a party. <laughs> she'll be fine. Carry on. I'm not taking Jay's side, but also we're not giving enough information to, to realize why Amy is passed out on the ground. She might have I mean, I guess she's been, been drinking drunk. a bunch. Yeah. But I, 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 I would have liked some more information. <laughs> I'm not taking Jay's I side. I can't say I the... would have called the ambulance. Not because it's not mm-hmm. dire, but just like, I think we've all been, I, I mean, I've never been to a party where someone passed out on the floor. Usually it's like, they, That's true. 
But you know, maybe it's good to call. You know, it's always you know. Don't listen to me. It's good to call the ambulance. I'm speaking. At, I also know I'm not at parties where people pass out anymore. Like I am. Yeah. I'm too old. No one's passing out. So I, if to be honest, if someone passed out, I would call an ambulance because I'm like something had to. Because what what the heck it didn't happen? I can't say that when I was in college, I would have called an ambulance. I think I would have probably not immediately. I think I would have recognized that there's a problem yeah. and we would have tried to like wake her. I feel like there wasn't an effort to like get her up. It just was like. She's dying. Yeah. I'm like, I think she's she's probably just too drunk. But like, but yeah, call the ambulance. You should call the ambulance. Don't listen. Yeah, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm Jay. I'm like, it's a yeah. party. You give a fuck. <laughs> Leave that bitch alone. <laughs> right. Like, I'm like, let's roll her over. Like, it, let's try to sit her up. Like, put some cold water on her. See if she reacts. Like, let's. Like, is she breathing? Does yeah. She let's see if like, she like. Resp- yeah. <laughs> Well, because then Jay, and then because then when the ambulance does come, yay free healthcare. You know she's not to pay for that ambulance. That's great. She right. usually go then after like they, they they you know the the cop or another cop the um and the paramedic is like oh it's great that you called. That's my accent. It's like good job calling. You never knew. I don't know whatever being Canadian. And then Sean's like thanks. But then Jay is like, where's this? <laughs> where's the party going next? Jay go fuck away. Amy's shit. his best friend. He's like. So where are the afters? Because um, <laughs> the Montreal boy crew wants yeah. to know. The Montreal boys want to know where, where we're going next. <laughs> Which I'm like, do they, don't, they don't speak English, do they? Because he has to like translate for them. <laughs> That's true. He's like, That's the Montreal true. boys want to know where the party is. Also, you know what I wrote down? I wrote down that uh, <laughs> Amy leaves on a stretcher and the cast of in a heartbeat saves the day yet again coming to the rescue saving a young teenager from alcohol poisoning you know that kind of it kind of creates a a split in the space time continuum because if the if the cast from in a heartbeat is in there that implies that lauren collins who plays Paige, is the sister of that girl mm-hmm interesting is she was she a kid paramedic <laughs> maybe i mean i guess now it's like it's it's a little bit older i mean there's like there's i guess pages we know too much about pages family to know that it's not the same but i like the idea that there's actually just a canadian it's like similar to a marvel marvel cinematic universe there's like a Canadian television universe. CTU. Oh, you know, there is. There's so much Canadian TV and so much overlap because they have like five actors that they just reuse. It's like British people. They have like, the same actors. They just use in everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but Jay's being a loser. and He's like, I thought you were cool, Sean. It's like. And then and then Sean's like, I thought you were cool, too. And I'm like, Damn. <laughs> And now, I guess this is kind of like a science, like, oh, Sean's, like, growing up. Like, he he made a mistake, but, like, he is, like, maturing and, like, trying to make the right choices, which is cool. It's the real Yeah, cool. which is good for him. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get to school, then, like, maybe after the weekend. Um, and <laughs> I wrote down... Um, Manny's fur oh quilt jacket 
I I thought it said guild, but it says quilt. Um, mm-hmm. Manny is wearing this jacket that I remember being popular. There was a lot of the early two thousands were a time of like patchwork designs. We had patchwork denim that was really mm-hmm. a moment, and Manny was wearing a mm-hmm. patchwork fur faux fur coat which included different quilt squares of different colors types animals of fur in one little mini jacket mm-hmm. and um yes it's hard to look at in 2022 eyes yeah i think i made a note about it too because i was like weird i was like it's a weird jacket Mm-hmm. But you know mm-hmm. what? It's very Manny. Manny Manny's a fashion girl. She's on trend for the era. Yes, very much so. Um, but we get the scene. JT apologizes, you know, for being, you know, judging and name calling and all the things, um, and asks her out to the dance. And Manny whispers, yes. And, um, you know, it's all cute and cozy. <laughs> and, you know, it's a cute little teen moment where we're like, oh, where is this going to go? So we yeah. see Sean is in the hallway and Jay comes up and asks, like, hey, you know, in a cool way, like, oh, yeah, like, uh, was Amy OK? Like, did everything turn out OK? <laughs> And and Sean's like, she will be. Yeah, she, you know, it's a good thing we called. Um, so Sean brings in his student welfare forms to Mr. O, which is his name, and tells him about the party. He admits to it. He's like, hey, you know, everything's fine, but, you know, we had to call the ambulance to a party I had at my apartment. I'm not proud of it, but I just want you to know. Mm-hmm. So Mr. O says, you know, Sean, I th- I have a feeling that a lot of people have let you down in your life. And I don't want you, I don't want to be another person like that in your life, but I'm not going to sign these papers. I'm not going to sign them until you prove to me that you're going to be different and you're going to change. And I assumed that it was going to be some time where Sean was going to have to prove that he was actually going to change. But that's not what Mr. O was looking for. He literally just wanted Sean to say, I am. <laughs> and then he signed Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, all happy and all good. So, uh, but Sean kind of is like, you know, making amends, he asked to stay late to finish his project. And it's kind of a sign that, you know, Sean's making changes and he's being a better person and, you know, doing whatever it takes yeah, to succeed. Hey there, listener. It's Lauren. Um, Sneak had to head out um, at the end of this episode, but I just want to give a quick closeout for this episode this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, We will have our song choices for this week in the playlist linked down below, both on Apple and Spotify. So you guys can check those out and yeah, hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we will see you again next week. Broomheads will not see you, hear you. You'll hear from us.
Okay, bye. I can't do this by myself.